I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to the Cultaholic Weekly Podcast, starring myself, but with 30% less food poisoning than last week. That's right, the only way is up, or down in my case. You're listening to the Dulcet Tones of Mafu, joined as always by the illustrious, fantastic, the 20 chicken McNuggets of a meal. That is Jack the Jobber. How you doing, pal? I could have sworn that was going to be Adam. I don't know why, just when you said when you said McNuggets, I've got, I've got a, a, a memory of, we did a punishment where Sam had to drink a blended McDonald's meal. Oh, and... So we ordered McDonald's, but also just because Adam got a big box of McNuggets and occasionally would just dip in, in, in view it. of the camera, and uh, yeah, just have one. How many do you reckon you could do if if you weren't eating anything on the side, no chippies or anything like that? How many How many do you reckon you could polish off? It's a it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because they feel like nothing, but mm. that's got to add up, hasn't it? Like I reckon comfortably 40 if I was pushing myself, reckon? like 80 probably, but I wouldn't feel good afterwards. I don't know if no, I could do the, no. the 100 nugget challenge, I think is a thing. Do you know, I've never, you've, I've seen you do about what, maybe two or three eating based challenges mm-hmm. since I've known you. I've never done one ever. So I don't know how I'd hold up. I'm not especially good. We did like a hot dog eating mm-hmm. contest in, in Florida um, yeah. and I got absolutely. That makes it sound like we went there for that. It, it was on What Culture Extra. I had to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Jack the Vlogger? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was Matthew. That was me running around with a GoPro at our shows. Um, Six quid a month. Cheers. But I'm not. I'm not bad at. I'm not good. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not good at. at fil- I was. I filmed an entrance with pyro and everything. But the whole. I had the GoPro the wrong way. <laughs> so it's just me going. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds mid. It's an embarrassing oh, thing to do, though. Even if, like you, you're fairly comfortable at the wrestling shows. There's nothing where I hate like if we ever do the punishments where they're outside in front of people. When we were filming that thing yesterday, um, mm. uh, there was for the, a, there was for like the predictions some, video. There was some oh, the, men unloading a van, wasn't there? Yeah, there you? were there were people in the background, people walking past, and I'm there in a. In a top hat with a wonky bow tie on with a belt on me and everything yeah. like, hello good morning yeah what, what you're doing is it a student project no this is our <laughs> jobs this is what we do for a living <laughs> how are you uh, i thought you stood to your guns and then just go yes yes that's exactly <laughs> what it is how are you matthew i'm i'm good but that lovely aside aside i have not introduced mr adam pacidi the third voice 
Who is the third voice? What side is he on of this week's podcast? Again, filling in for the lovely Ross. You're one of the best, so we had to bring Pachiti in. I'm trying to figure out if Jack is... He's definitely a 20 chicken McNuggets in a box. That's the meal for McDonald's. What would you be? Mm. What, what is your go-to I'm, my order? Big Mac. I love a Big Mac. You're nothing a big Mac. nothing competes. Oh. And every I, I was talking about this the other day, and everyone in the chat was like, oh, Big Mac sauce, it's just... Uh, what's the... It's just... Not burger sauce. What's the what's the the sauce that comes with it? Not rosemary. What's the in the Big Mac? Thou- I think it's- is it Thousand Island dressing that they were saying it was like? And it's just it's just yeah. not. It's just not. I, I think the Big Mac sauce is just tip top. They sell for like forty quid a bottle on eBay. If you want a big bottle of it from what? McDonald's, yeah, they're like gold dust. Like like that McRib sauce is when goes for a fortune as well, doesn't it? People, we we can't get it over here because of fryer space apparently or the grill space rather they can't do everything that they do that's why we don't get the McRib over here but it is a delicious sandwich <laughs> this is a good this is a good start this is a great way to start it yes yeah yeah no, so how are you doing that's trivia yeah I'm okay the, the oh, big Mac of, himself the I big had pack. a crap day I had a crap day yesterday actually oh. because I'm, I'm getting the flooring done in the bedroom um, and I didn't um, I didn't order enough flooring I've got oh. this I this really wanky herringbone flooring cuz I didn't know that it would cost like it cost four times the amount to install. I can't afford to put it in. But I found a guy that would do it. He started doing it. It's like how many boxes of this stuff have you got mate? And I went, "Oh, I think there's 13 there." And he did the calculations. "Oh, you need 17 boxes." So I was like, "Okay, so I had to go to B&Q yesterday. They don't do it in store." Looked online, it's out of stock for the next two months. So I've got a half finished floor. I'm just going to be treading on underlay, which is great because I love underlay, obviously, <laughs> and the concept of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, I've got half a floor until they get it back in stock. And I've knackered my arms carrying that pissing concrete dog back uh, yesterday. Oh, I did it was heavy. It was oh, heavy. Seriously, right. I, I, I would estimate that weighs about. 35, 40 kilos. I, I know concrete's heavy. I know it's a stupid thing to say. Obviously, concrete's going to be heavy. But I thought, oh, it's not going to be too bad. And then when I got there to pick it up off the woman off Facebook Marketplace, I tried to lift it by the ears. She went, no, don't do that. You'll break the ears off. So I held it like that all the way. And it's just, it bruised me. It's really, really heavy. And I cracked an ear doing it as well. Cracked an ear? Not mine, the dog. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wait, you popped like you popped an eardrum." <laughs> I went um, last weekend to. I was at uh, Bethany's, mm-hmm. and she was on a thing that was like Facebook Marketplace, but like a really informal version. It's okay. like the the Facebook group for her, like for that part of Heaton that she's from, like a bit in Newcastle. That's quite quite a lot of people there, quite a lot of cats in Heaton as well as Matthew well knows. Um, but there's a thing on it called like, oh, I said the name of the bit where she lives now. Anyway, it was like the it's called like, like free back alley. That sounds bad. Like free back alley, like marketplace or something. And there was a coffee table on it. Someone in like 20 minutes before it put like just throwing out this plain white coffee table. And I was like, I'll go and get that for you if you want. You just go to the back door and it's just there and you just pick it up. But I felt Amazing. so I felt so dodgy. I was wearing like you know Mardi Dust jacket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just walking around the back of like, an IKEA like, table. Is it still there? And then walking back to hers with it. <laughs> At least you got it back. That's amazing, I mean, though. That it's just it was very light. 
freebie free cycle was a big popular thing wasn't it oh for, yeah for a while i was looking at facebook marketplace today and there was a there was an ad um it's i found it here i think they've already been taken offline but it was a sponsored post um and it was just called i've got the thing here money notes available grade triple a quality and somebody's just selling fake banknotes on there <laughs> Um, and I haven't actually messaged this. I clicked the ad to see more, but it's automatically opened up some uh, a conversation. Hi, please let us know how we can help you. So it looks like I'm trying to buy pissing fake banknotes uh, now, which is annoying because I'm not. I, I'm not trying to. It's illegal fraud. Yeah, I'm glad you've you've stepped up from last week's. I'm joining the Freemasons to hello. I'm buying fake currency online now. Well, I'm not going to talk about the Freemasons anymore because I don't want to jeopardize my chances of getting in. It's a work in progress. <laughs> it's still happening, but I, I, it's something that I don't think we should we should bring up. Um, Do you not? It, well, Do you read I, the T's I, and C's after the podcast? There's, it turns out there's a lot of work that needs doing in the house, right? Somebody was saying, I saw a comment saying Adam is like a real-life George Constanza, I think the name was. Who's the <laughs> little bald? Yeah, yeah, because apparently that's the sort of thing that he would have, he would have done. But I didn't understand that they were... I, I thought they would just say, I look like George Constanza. And so I googled George Constanza, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, looking. oh, that's horrible. That's a oh, horrible thing him. to say. Oh, poor no, guy. Well, I, I, he's, a, he's a little... <laughs> he's a bit, little big... Little, little big dog. dog. Little, yeah. little big... <laughs> Uh, are you well, Matthew? Have you had a nice week? Uh, no, it's been rubbish. But the day I've woken up, and I feel great. So, it's well, you've right. been feeling poorly. Honestly, yeah, I, I don't know if it, yeah, mm. I don't know if it's a symptom of the food poisoning or being old, I guess. But like, it used to be oh, a bit of food poisoning, <laughs> whatever. Powerade, Lucasade, whatever. First aid, and then I'd be all right. But this thing just lingered around like a bad smell. So it was only yesterday. I rang me down and said, um, "Happy birthday!" And she went, eh. "I went, alright." Um, what? So, uh, <laughs> wait, what? No, no, go. She didn't get out much. So I said, "What are you doing?" He goes, "Oh, I'm gonna be, I'm having tea soon." I went, "Oh, great." I mean, how is she able to be that old uh, at that point in life? Oh, I know. She eats really unhealthy, and her body's just evolved, I guess, to adapt to it because <laughs> she's from Blythe. So I went and followed my nana's instructions. She didn't really, uh, and got her fish. Uh, went, sorry, I got a chip buddy with mushy peas, and that was it. I feel great now. Mm. I could run a marathon after that. Mm-hmm. So great. I think it might be a coincidence. I'm not sure no. the chip buddy with mushy peas. No, it was that. It's, okay, yeah. No, 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 um, be held to pay. Yeah, fair enough. She, she'll right, know well. real Freemasons, and then I'll be the, the end of it. <laughs> well, happy birthday to her. What did she get up to? Nothing. Going. Nothing for Nothing. the elderly oh, okay. uh, and it's COVID as well. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. No. I, I, talking to me on the phone. It's a highlight. That's the well. That's it, yeah. it's nice, isn't it? And the F one started. So okay, she got that. So F one and chip buddies. Yeah. Vroom that's vroom. Chip breath. chip. Should we do the, re- we do the Let's wrestling? Let's do wrestling. Yeah. And now everyone's clicked X and gone, what is this? The big news that we got yesterday, uh, I can't even believe this is a real thing. Zelina Vega returning to WWE? Question mark. Uh, Vega was at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando on Thursday this week, calling the Fightful Select, so blame them. The Chicken Select of the uh, wrestling menu. Word is that Vega was at the Performance Center for some sort of filming with the company. It was revealed that Vega was filmed walking into the performance center with Simone Johnson, the daughter of The Rock. There's no word if there's some sort of supplemental footage being filmed or if there's a plan for Vega and Johnson. Anything that happens in WWE, the way that 
things happen these days is so random. People get pushed out of nowhere or forgotten about or released. And I always seem to put it down to Vince is just getting on a bit and he just forgets things. So I reckon one day he's just gone, where's that that little girl? <laughs> just wondering where she is. And then someone's gone, well, you you sapped her for, you know, well, what was it for Twitch or OnlyFans? Twitch or that. Oh, OnlyFans, yeah. yeah. You sapped her for, you know, that. And he was like, no, I didn't. And now they've got to pretend around him like she's never... Yeah. Yeah, but what's the Lone Johnson thing? Do they do they have history? Uh, maybe she's just. I've got a, I've got a prediction. Maybe Vegas coming back because NXT is a happier place. It seems to be anyway, and they've said no. We'll we'll have her. We'll we'll get her in, and they've offered, and then she's going to be the manager of Simone Johnson. Maybe. Yeah, that could work, yeah. couldn't it? Never know. Yeah, that yeah. could be it. Like Charles Four said, no, but more four is all right mm. with her. Yeah. Uh, coincidentally, the idea of. Saying, "Oh no, we we fired it. No, 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 we didn't. Just pretend we didn't." Is an episode of Seinfeld starring George Constanza? Is it really? Well, it's kind of he he quits over executive bathroom, and then he's like, "Uh oh, I shouldn't have done that." And then he's go, "Just go in next next Monday morning and pretend you didn't quit." It's Mm -hmm. like nothing's happened. All right, and the whole episode got away with going. Didn't didn't you? What? No, why would you say that? Sam told me I should be watching it because it's like one of the best TV programs I've made. I've never seen an episode. I think I've seen he does a bit of stand up at the beginning of each one, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's filler. Okay, he's like we didn't film enough of the TV show, so here's me. Sam told you to uh... why do they call them French fries when they're not even French. Yeah, Is that what like... that's from? I just made that up, but that's the type of thing. Oh, okay. Um, Sam told me to. Well, Sam told you to join the Freemasons. <laughs> he's like your spirit guy. Yeah, tells you to do a yeah, lot of things. Is. Sam's a bad influence. Yeah. Well, you Sam don't know what? if he's a bad influence yet. I might really enjoy uh, Seinfeld, and I might really enjoy being part of the Freemasons cult. <laughs> the very similar thing. Sam once told me to watch The Sopranos, and then told me who dies in season three, like the sentence <laughs> oh, after. Why? Like the, se- like the sentence after, which, in fairness, he didn't mean to do. He just got carried. Oh, it's just such a Sam thing. He just started God. talking about it. And just like, no, no, honestly, this is the thing. Pointing at his own leg. No, this is the thing. This is the thing. And then he told me who died, and I was like, well. Luckily, this was long ago now that I forgot, and I haven't yet watched The Sopranos, so that's good. It's, it's you not know somebody it. dies. In it's not going to affect three. it. Well, I, I guess that people would in The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah, that's a spoiler. Yes, that lots of people die. As uh, Vega's career dies, what means to be seen? That's segue. Mm-hmm. Uh, the news that Bailey's WWE WrestleMania 37 appearance was a last-minute addition. I don't think this was news. Everybody could tell. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they didn't know what to do with it. I, I thought it was going to be something far more substantial. When she started teasing something on night one, she's like, I'm going to get my WrestleMania moment. I didn't think it was going to be getting whacked by the Bella twins. And I, I watched that back because I did it in the news yesterday. I watched that WrestleMania bit back. Um, and because I was blabbing all over it on the live reactions, I didn't realize just how loud the boos um, for the Bellas doing that were. Oh, wow. And she's, she started calling out the Bellas as well, which is a match that I don't really want to see. Particularly, yeah. No, you want to look at that match, but not touch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's their music. Uh, Brie mode's an awful theme, but I quite like it now. It's grown on me in its absence. Yeah, it's like Rebecca Black's Friday, and I really like that. So yeah, apparently yeah. she remixed that, didn't she? And now oh, it's re- there's a really much. good version. Maybe, maybe it's like Saturday. Well, it made me feel. Hard. No, no, Saturday's a great song. She did a song called Saturday. Oh, um, <laughs> She actually has. Uh, no, she she remixed Friday and it made me feel old. I didn't get it, but all the kids were going, this is great. And I 
it sounded like noise to me. I felt like such an old man. Oh, that's just, right. That's just noise, that. What's that? Oh, she's yeah. got to be getting on a bit, right? She's got to be like 30. No, no, she was a kid when Friday came out. I think she was like 13 or something. Like now. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Pachidi. She's 23. Yeah, it's still a bit. Oh. But I, she, she, <laughs> I thought she was in her 30s, you know? No, no. She well, everybody was being nasty about the Rubbish Friday song, and she was a she was a child. She little girl, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a shame, is it? And the the story was that she had just um, she had loads of money, and her parents made it for her or something, right? It was like a make your own music video company, yeah. I couldn't do any better. Fair play. I, I want to know what the background's like because there was a, a rapper in it. He did, there was a rap verse in the original one, which didn't quite make sense. It was like listening to a rap in a dream. Like it was it didn't quite work. But uh, then she she re-released Friday on her YouTube channel, and she went, "Hey guys, it's just releasing Friday again." And the rap was cut out, and everyone went, "What's happened here?" And apparently, I think he might have been the owner of the company or involved with the company, and they fell out or something over rights to the song. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I love that we now know about the law of Rebecca Black's Friday. Thank you. Mm. I never I never wanted to know, but I'm really happy I do know. Saturday's a great song though. She was 13 years old when everyone was being really nasty to her. Imagine, ima- like, it's it's bad enough being a grown-up and getting slagged off in, in the comments from time to time. But imagine being 13 and everybody ripping into you like that. Fair fair play to her for getting yeah. through and coming out the other side. Fair a bigger and better person. Yeah. Hall of Fame pick sorted. Uh-huh. Uh, I've already yeah. got. I've nominated Rebecca back within like week five. Uh, I think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was not fair enough. It's on Jack's head. He already had it on his phone. Like I got it. Uh, Damien Priest with other not really news, saying that if, if the relationship with Bad Bunny had not worked, uh, his career would have been over. Right. Yeah, somebody it told was. him backstage. You didn't say who it was, but they were like, "If this, if you, if you mess this up, you are done for, pal." <laughs> Um, and if the celebrity guess that you kind of know, I will kind of go shove you. It doesn't work. You're getting the blame. Yeah, there's been, it's been a really slow news week, actually, hasn't it? it? Really has. I'm really glad we had the uh, discussion at the start. No wonder Bad Bunny was so good. Priest would have been dragging him into the performance center every yeah. day. Like, you need to be good for me here. Yeah. Wow. What are you doing? That's a Frankensteiner. I called a Hurricane Rana. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. And he's like, uh, yeah. That was the very brief news, because every oh, other uh, bit of news relates to the bit of wrestling that we'll do later on. So let's end the segment on a high note. Wait, wait, wait. Before we do, we let's didn't not. figure out what component of a McDonald's meal you would be. I would say a filet of fish, personally. No, no. I'm the 20... Oh. He, he introduced me. Oh, Matthew, sorry. Yeah, Matthew, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, was, I thought I thought because you were looking at me in the Zoom call, you were talking to me. No, I, you're <laughs> down there for me. I think you, right. you can rearrange them. Shall I put Matthew up there? Is I don't that, mind. No, you can't I move a video yeah, on, like on video. Um Mine right now, if I do go to Mackie D's, is the Chicken Selects. Mm. The Raichu to the Chicken McNuggets uh, Pikachu. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Waste of time, but no, very poor value what as well. What are you about? You, you hardly get any. They're, they're a little bit the spiced. Sides. They're a little bit spiced. Oh, are they? Okay, I never mm. go for them. I think they're overpriced. You go to Iceland for that They're quite thing. big. Not like not that big. Not as big as you want to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. ruler there. Yeah, not as it's, big as it's you. It's a fifteen centimeter folding half ruler, if if that. Yeah, oh, that's Scorpio quite... size. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that is mine because you can dip them in stuff. Very good. That's it. Thing about food now. Sorry, but yes, that was the intro. 
Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame! Ah, now it's time for everyone's favourite segment, the Hall of Fame! And in condescending order from last week, Rogue Traders, a famous British TV show with the guy who would go on to be a rogue trader. 12%. Yeah, it's fair enough. I feel like if I'd put Matt all right, it would have probably done about 80-90%. I don't think people put two and two together. Um, but that's, you know, it's neither here nor there. Yeah, I think if more people knew about the second thing, it would have helped. But uh, the concept of underlay, 43%. I bet you regret 43%? that. 43%? And it big. comes in second? Wow. That's, right. that's a close, that's a close race, that. I mean, it was. This was like Michael Jordan and the rest of the Bulls, really. Little Big Fat Dog, 44%. No. Near chance. I, I think I messed that up because I think it was meant to be wee fat dog, but I did that in a rush because I, I forgot to do it last week. Little big fat dog still won. Little big fat dog's funnier. You've helped him. Wee fat. Sorry dog. if I've if I've ruined it for underlay there. I do apologise. Oh, it's fine. It's that's fine. that's how underlay. I should just oh, go with an animal. I should go with like a wobbly cat or something this week, shouldn't I? It's easy. It's easy win. No, but it's Pachidi. I've realised that not everybody listens. It's a small percentage, you know, but not everyone listens to the podcast or follows the wonderful mm-hmm. world of Cultaholic before going and getting the email. So Rogue Traders, whatever, is that Star Wars? Concept of underlay. Don't know what that is. A little big fat dog. Click. Click. So. Yeah, I think it was Ross maybe who figured out the algorithm, for, figured out the algorithm <laughs> that you need to just have a funny title, just have a funny yeah. entry name and then you boost your chances. One week we should all try and think of the best, the most like maxed out Hall of Fame pick we possibly can. Oh, not this week because I've yeah, got a this week, I've got a great one, lads. It's got to be like fluffy NHS key workers. The concept <laughs> of fluffy NHS yeah. key workers. Get the uh, in gravy. Get the, get the guild votes in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with Ross's nothing against on. NHS key workers, by the way. No, oh, no, that's no. an easy. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go with that. What are what what's a, what is a fluffy NHS key oh. worker? No, it'll be like the rabbit that supports our troops. Yeah, yeah. That needs to, that we need like a yeah. Yeah, really patriotic. And like, he's fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got a limp. Peter Rabbit just... holding an AK-47. Preferably, uh, re- preferably yeah. related to one of us as well. That always yeah. helps. I'm going to oh, do yeah, this. I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to go on Gumtree and get a dog. Yes. Fatten it up. Yeah. Kick mm. its leg out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then put a big British flag on it. Send it <laughs> to hospitals. What would you call it? Getting a bit a funny, funny Pachidi name where it sounds offensive but isn't offensive. Flappy Kim. or something. Flappy. 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 Yeah. Nailed it. Flapsy the fat NHS dog. Flappy. Why is it called Flappy? Does he like to fly? No, because he's got flaps on the counter. I'll be overfeeding it. And, oh, it's not good enough exercise. No, not after all I did with legs. Oh, it man. I hope someone does fan out of Flappy. Fan out of Flappy. Uh, I, I, well, you go first, don't you, as the winner, Matthew? Sorry, I I've do go it. first, sadly, after the phone of Flappy, who doesn't exist yet. <laughs> uh, due to the lack of social interaction I've had these past few months, which clearly has had no effect on me, uh, I need to use this, the Pachiti, uh, someone said the Pachiti hotline, the podcast hotline, as I call it now, for the, uh, the Hall of Fame picks. Because at work, on occasion every weekend, they like, all right, cool, Saturday or Sunday, we're doing a shift. We're going to Mackey D's, Jonathan. And I got sick of Mackey D's. 
Um, and I went, no, 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 no. You know what? I don't think my body needs this type of food right now. This is a bad idea. I've got, I'm still recovering from food poisoning. I feel 900 years old. No, thank you. I'll go across the street to Taco Bell, though. That'll be mm. all right, because I haven't tried them. And I believe years ago, I tried their dollar, men- the equivalent to the saver menu. And I went, this is just rubbish, this. This is just air and mayo. Ugh. But this week, I went, nah, I need something, because I'm starving. And I had the Volcano Burrito. And I am kind of embarrassed, but maybe not. I'll have to see what the reaction is to this, on how much I enjoyed it. I went, my God, this is a, this, this delicious. This is just <laughs> swimming in MSG. This is exactly what I crave right now. It's the point where, because I walk past it every day, I have to talk myself, don't get another one. No, 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 no. Here, boy, here, boy, eyes here. Don't get, don't get a Taco Bell every day, mate. So, uh, so, yeah, it's Taco Bell's Volcano Burrito. What was that guy called who ate McDonald's every day for the documentary? Morgan Spurlock? Spurling? Yeah, Spurlock. Morgan Spurlock. Yeah. Didn't yeah. he turn out to be a wrongen? I think he did. What? No, he's yeah. a documentarian, so no. people need to realise. When you say wrongen, I've not heard that, but I've heard him being like um, flexible with the truth, is what I've been I, told. Yeah, he's, look at this. But they're all documentarians. Life. Oh, is he actually personal life? But oh, Admitting it's, to a history of misconduct. Okay. Oh, Morgan. What, oh, there's, there's my Hall of Fame pick gone. <laughs> um, I thought you were doing no. Flappy. <laughs> no, flappy the imaginary... Dog. Are you going to win with something that doesn't exist? So wait, Matthews, Matthews hasn't... Have you confirmed Matthews yours, was Matthews? Morgan Spurlock. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Matthews, what was it? The Volcano Burrito. Taco Bell's yes. Volcano Burrito. No, I'm trying to think of a way of saying that, though. Because, no, I need... Um, the amazing... I've got to write this down. I've got to get these online. Oh, the amazing! Wait, I can't really tie anything in. I can't. I? There's really no tie near dogs. In. There's near relatives. Um, I'm pretty sure a taco can't support the. Uh, sorry, a burrito can't support the NHS. No. Ah, oh, I'm not going to win this summer. Okay, no, I'm committed so to it. Just Taco Bell's volcano burrito. Taco Bell. No, taco. just put Taco Bell. Just Taco Bell. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah make it make... Maybe other people like other things from the Yeah, because you're, you're cutting out the, the part of the audience who doesn't yeah. like the really spicy hot stuff. I, I had Taco Bell quite really. I was really excited when um, Taco Bell uh, was announced as coming to Newcastle because I'd never tried it before. And I've tried two or three different menu items from there. And it's just it's too salty for me. It makes me feel really poorly. Oh, no. Yeah, I, it doesn't do anything for me. But maybe it was once, like you, I was going for the cheapy saver menu items. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a, it's, it's a slice of processed cheese in a tortilla wrap. Right. A pound. Yeah, I'll have some of that. Maybe I should try the, the taste explosion that is yes. the um, thing. You were second, weren't you, Jack? I... I <laughs> Bollocks it with that rogue trade, isn't it? So what you've done is you've <laughs> you still have, I can see you like yeah, Matthew, that was great. Such a good yeah, Taco Bell. Look at your phone in, going. In this, Can't believe I lost last week. In this segment, Adams nominated a joke pick that's not his real pick at the start, cutting off you. He's now cut off me and hasn't even made a pick. He's just was, talked about. I was throwing to you. It's, it took off now, mate. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry I, it's. I think subconsciously, I know I've got a video to do after this, and I'm like, "Come on!" Oh, I'm dragging this out, even though I'm I'm, dra- if, yeah, yeah. I know. But it's the podcast. I should have. If I really wanted to get the video done early, I should have done it last night. Yeah. I should have known that the podcast. You know. Yeah, and I'm going to sidetrack this as much as possible yes. now. This oh, is going cheers, seven man. hours. It's our channel, mate. <laughs> Pachidi, the Triple H it's main event in a, of a, in a weird way. The longer the podcast goes the longer it'll drag out 
the release of the podcast because my video goes out in between shooting and and putting out the podcast if that makes mm-hmm. sense yeah so it's a weird self-defeating yeah my nomination is a man named carl he was last week i went with uh you know sparky you both know sparky i do i do um me and him went to a place in North Shields, which I've never really been to much, called, uh, like, it was, and I always nearly called it Burn It Down, but it's Burn It Up. It's like a, it's like, you know, stack in the middle of town. It's like that. It's a bit like an outdoor, lots of wooden seat, lots of, like, benches look far apart and stuff. And it was good. There was, like, music going on. Um, and it was, like, it was, it was an, an evening that changed my made me feel like a bad person. It kind of changed my... I judged somebody, right, before I knew them. Um, so I went to Sparky's, like, we got a taxi from... An Uber from his to... No, a taxi from his to... Hit the... Hit the... Up the... Burn it up. The Uber driver was a man named Carl, and he got off to a bad start, because like, we got in, and he was manly at the... Like, you know, he was like, All right, lads, how's it going, mate? He's all right. And we were like, ah. And then Sparky tried to give him directions out of the estate that Sparky lives in, but he was, he knew better. He knew better directions. Now he's like, no, if we go down this road, it'll just cut all that section out of the middle, mate. And I was like, oh no. And obviously we're both trying to Geordie it up a bit to get him on the side and all that. Start talking about like holidays that we, like what was the first time you you went on holiday, not with your family, like just abroad. <clears throat> and then me and Sparky were just talking about that. He jumps in and just starts He's like, I can blow that story away. And I was thinking, I don't want to hear about Magaluf 04. Like, come on. Instead, he goes, I, when I was 18, first time I left the country, I went and did six months volunteering in Nepal. And I was like, what? He did six months volunteering in Nepal, working in a school uh, with disabled kids. And he was basically saying, like, we had to do so many courses learning about cultural sensitivity, racism awareness, disabilities. And I was thinking, this... This is the most woke, like woke, terrifying, rough Newcastle man I've ever met in my life. He was just so like switched on, but still had that like Newcastle like edge to him because he was like, I we used to rent little scooters and drive them up the mountains, like Nyom! and I was like, oh my god, it was very good. We left the the taxi, got him on the way home when we were drunk, and we were just absolutely buzzing to see him. We were like, Carl, get in, mate! And he was like, all right, lads, have you had a good night, like? And we were like, yeah, tell us more about Nepal, Carl. Told us about them bringing goats in and just just cutting their heads off. It was weird. It was really scary. That took a turn, didn't it? Well, he he was approaching it from a position that he wasn't in favour of it, but... Culturally, he just stood back and watched it and just thought, what, an, what a strange experience that yeah. I'm having right now. But he expressed that through sentences such as, it was pure mental, like, like it was great. I loved Carl. Uh, he made me feel like a bad person because I got in the taxi thinking, oh, he's rough as anything. He's, oh God, he's probably going to say something racist. And no, he, he was, he was, he was so, such a man of the world. So I'm nominating oh, I, Carl. I, so, I hope he doesn't hear this because then he's going to be like, Oh man, do I come across as a racist when people meet me? I'll have to tell well, that Nepal a... story all the time to prove yeah. I'm not. I feel as though a he tattoo did tell that it. says, "No, no, no, I went to Nepal and <laughs> killed goats." It's all right. Watched yeah, goats. I like that you watched goats. Watched goats. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that, that won't hold up in court. I like that you went. Oh, he was proper great, and he's saying not judging people, but yeah. He, quote: He was the most woke, rough Newcastle person. Exactly. 
Is that like, oh, no, but me, me, I'm like, me, what are you me, saying me. here? Like, I know that's people the point. with an accent not do nice things? Like, yeah, exactly. So I, you are saying that. Oh, was okay. the, I was the one judging. I was the one oh, okay, yeah, so taking I put a... Jack's judgmental side and yeah. classist no, no, you know, nature. Please just put, please just put Carl. Just Carl. Undercover just Carl. Tory just Carl. Jack. Yeah, just put Carl. I want to try and strike a bit of a duality between the long titles that you guys have gone for and just a really short one. Okay. He sounds lovely. Carl was great. I'm I glad you weren't there. I'm, I'm glad you weren't there because we listened to his stories quite earnestly, whereas you would have you would have tried to slip in little. I know what you're like, so yeah. What do you mean? He'd have gone like, I was pure mint. Me and my mate went to Nepal and we were volunteering, and you would have gone like, was he like your boyfriend or your friend? Just try to try to wind him up, try and find something that he didn't like. You would do something like that. No, yeah. I wouldn't. Wow. Of course you would. Jack hates taxi drivers. You made drivers. me out to be a homophobe. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, what was no, that I didn't. About? Make, sorry, no, what? I didn't make you. <laughs> I made you out to be trying to trying to expose him as a homophobe. Is what uh, I'm saying. Okay, right. Yeah. I'm not saying that you. I think that. I, I sit back and I would have enjoyed it, and I wouldn't have judged him beforehand like you. I'd have been like, yeah. "Oh, this guy's yeah, sorry. He I bet he's been to Nepal. Everyone would have judged him, right? I think. I'm from, I'm from, I think Jack's I'm saying from that. Jarrow, right? I I'm can more working class things. than you. Oh my! Oh wow! I'm not having this. I'm more. Yeah, my dad was a market Pachiti this you week. Can't, you can't say it in that accent. I'm more working class than you. Right. When I'm from Classism the northeast. Again, yeah. the again. Most... after oh, he's just said his experience with, with the with the woke taxi yeah, driver, he's learned nothing. I'm now he's more judging you, Pachiti. More working class than you. If me and you, Adam, walked in to a posh. <laughs> Posh place. Brilliant. We'd be judged, but it doesn't matter. It, it, that, that's not the point, is it? My dad was a market trader, shared a room with my brother until I was 18 years old. That's okay. That's yeah, no, fine. of course it's okay. I'm just trying to prove the fact that I am a working class hero. And... <laughs> Yeah, I saw a tweet this week that went viral and it was some girl saying that working class, work, class isn't determined by your, and then she listed loads of things like accent, where your, what your parents do, where you're from, blah, blah, blah. And everyone was just saying, what are you on about? Of course it does. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it was very strange. Anyway, sorry, Adam, I, I, I'll, I'll acknowledge that you're not a Tory and yeah. Don't worry about it, me old mucker. Um, I am going... Uh, I, you know what? I'm tempted to go for Flappy because I think it will win. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to go for nice and spicy knickknacks instead. Um, oh. Because... Oh, wait a second. Go on, Jack. Not a fan. Knickknacks are the food that I can't eat because of their texture and shape. That's everything I love about them. It yeah. makes me feel sick somehow. It feels like there should be more there and, and it's all missed. There's too much space either side. I hate them. Oh, it's uh, it, the, the way they feel in your mouth, I think, is amazing. I like stuff that's a little <laughs> bit rough. Like, give me a bowl of honey nut any day. Rip yeah, my mouth yeah. to shreds. Uh, it's part of the f- pleasure, isn't it? If you don't walk away with a few grazes in your mouth after eating something, what's the point? Oh, Matthew I like Toblerone. Gets... It's not the pain that's the issue. Toblerone? Oh, yeah. Toblerone hurts How you... Does it? If you How deep you throat it? in it... Why don't you just no, break a chunk off and eat it like a I bit do of break chunk. I do break a chunk off. It's just still hard to eat, isn't it? No. It's triangular. Just bite the corners off. I haven't really thought about it. I oh. thought you were saying maybe the, the nougat. Sorry. The was... Sorry. Toblerones are notoriously difficult to eat. Everyone knows this, Is don't that a thing? I don't know now. Have I just been assuming? Have I've... I been walking around like an idiot what's ha- telling What's hard people? to eat? <laughs> Every day. And everyone's just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Toblerone, hard to eat. 
I don't think they're hard to eat. The anyway, thing, I'd like to hear from people about this as well. The first like. thing that's come up is you've been eating Toblerone wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. That means it's the thing then. I've never struggled with a Toblerone. No. I have. Um, I've met on many a boxing day. I just, yeah. I, I, I don't get them anymore because I just hate them. I think sorry, Nick. No, sorry, I've cut you off. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, it's a, it, for any um, non-UK listeners, it's a bag of crisps or chips um, but they're, well, they're maize snacks, aren't they? I don't think they're they're made of potato. They're, like it's frazzles. About, yeah, yeah. Like corn based. Corn, yeah, they're corn, yeah. Um, but I think the nice and spicy flavour is just so unique. Uh, I haven't given this a lot of thought, but you don't get anything else that tastes like nice and spicy knickknacks, do you? And it really is. A, they are a joy to eat. Um, and I just want to give uh, Nice and Spicy Knickknacks a big shout out. I don't know who makes them. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. It's still, I don't think it's Walker's. It might be Smith's. I'll find out. Yeah, please do. Because um, I haven't, as quick as you can, because I've not got much more to say. About I was, nice I was reaching out. I was like, oh, he needs, a bit, he needs <laughs> help. Got, I've, got, I've got nothing here. Uh, yeah. Do you like uh, Twiglets as well. Oh, the brand- oh, Twiglets are great. I really like Twiglets. But I would argue that they don't taste, I, I like Marmite as well, but they, they taste nothing like Marmite, despite that yeah. being the primary yeah. flavour of a Nick, no, of a um, Twiglet. Twiglet. Yeah. Knickknacks have changed hands so many times. Oh. They're a type of extruded corn snack, previously manufactured by Sooner Snacks from 1981. Then they were purchased by Golden Wonder in 87, then sold to United Biscuits in 2006, and now they're part of the KP Snacks range. Is that the peanut people? Yeah, they're yeah. the peanut lot. Right, they're the peanut Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I like the name United Biscuits. I know, what's that? Is that Two like Benetton? biscuits shaking hands together yeah. at last. Um, I, I, I will say that knickknacks aren't without their faults um because ribbon saucy exists and that is one of the worst flavors known to mankind flavors yes scampi and lemon nice and spicy make your fingers all smelly yeah lovely lick them clean oh right well i I, i'll never know what that tastes like because i can't eat (laughs) knickknacks just lick them instead of eating them just lick the lick the car i'll get i'll get you a bag of knickknacks and you can just sit there and we'll do it do it on a video next time we do news together or something yeah you can lick the knickknacks and that's an intro (laughs) sorted because i hate doing the intro i'm really bad at them and so it sounds so you're but you say that but you're very good at derailing intros or escalating i'm good at derailing anything Yeah. yeah yeah I like that. I can't like, eat like pizzas and stuff because I'm lactose intolerant. But they say, "Oh, do you want a knickknack?" No, I can't eat them. Oh, do you not eat what's in it? No, I, I just, I'm very bad at eating them. You know, have you heard Triple H talk about how he can't go through the top and middle turnbuckles in the ring to hit the ring post, do that spot? Triple mm. H is physically incapable of doing it, which is why he does the Harley Race bump over the corner. He says there's just a mental block oh. and he can't do it. That's me with knickknacks. Right, oh. that makes. I did sense. not know that, Jack. What yeah, else do you struggle yeah. eating? Toblerones, but they're delicious, so they're worth it. That's uh, more of a physical struggle. A giant peach, like the sharks in the book of down your chin. Oh, I thought you were saying I look like James from James and the Giant Peach, which I do. You know, let's be honest. Nah, yeah. I wouldn't compare yeah. to him because he wasn't judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he went, that sounds, gr- that sounds great, taxi driver. <laughs> oh, sounds probably like that uh, this has been a Hall of Fame segment for the ages yeah uh, to say the least week. meaning we could forget about it as soon as it's over I imagine to remind you all Taco Bell is one of the picks Carl the, 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 the appalling <laughs> taxi driver 
and knickknacks. And nice and spicy knickknacks. Nice and spicy knickknacks. Yeah, I don't want to include. Really you're actually things. see, I'm so going with Taco Bell just in general. You're actually doubling down on just one flavor. Yeah, I'm, I'm choosing the favorite as well because I think nice and spicy is um, the flavor of knickknacks, isn't it? That's like the go-to. They don't do a six-pack of ribbon saucy, but you can get a six-pack of nice and spicy. Ah, what does that say? Good logic. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Really quickly, best Monster Munch flavor? Uh, flaming hot, closely followed by pickled onion. Yeah, probably. probably. Roast beef, again, that's the ribbon saucy of Some, the Monster sometimes, Munch. Sometimes I prefer roast beef to pickled onion, but always flaming hot. Always. Oh, Matthew? Awful. It just like beef. I'll take pickled onion. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Solid. But I don't really rave over Monster Munch, but my, you... my friend had them the other day, and I was like, "Oh, they're back!" It's like, "Oh yeah, yeah," and I'm so used to them. They used to be bite size. I was kidding. Now they're bigger. Yeah, they're only, they're only sweet and snack. I know that's increased in size over the years. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was like, "That was like, you know they're them right. Space Raiders." Yeah, they do those as um, like potato smiley sort of things in Iceland. You can get pickled uh... onion. Oh, I, that that appeals to me. Okay. I like a tray of I thought you were going to say you could just get one massive spacer, like the size of that concrete <laughs> dog you were holding. Just so that big. <laughs> but wait, I like that you picked a concrete dog just because of the whole I can lift a dog. No, 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 no. This, uh, I, I can't remember what we were watching. It was like Bargain Hunt or Car Boot Challenge or something. And oh, yeah. they, they bought a concrete dog on there. And so for ages, I've been sort of keeping an eye out for one. Oh. And then I went to the Car Boot a few weeks ago and they had a concrete dog there. And I went up, hello, mate, how, how much is your concrete dog? If I can say it. Um, and he went, oh, that's sold, mate. Um, and then he just walked away. And I tried to continue talking to him, but he just turned his back to me and walked away. So I found them online. Apparently the ones at the car boot are second, so they've all got, like, chipped tails or something. Uh, whereas this is, like, premium. It's, it's spot on. Until I broke the ear. Just a little chip. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Unlike this Hall of Fame selection, which can be yours by going to patreon.com forward slash call the holic. It's probably best this week if you didn't listen to the podcast and just voted blind. Uh, thank you very much. Have fun voting. Carl. Carl. Carl? Carl, the nice taxi driver. Seemed scary at first, but he was pure sound like. <laughs> Proper horrible, like I got some proper judgmental people in the back of my taxi, like. <laughs> no, I kept that secret in my head. Didn't judge him outwardly. I'm a coward. Still gave him one star on the. No, app, no, no. <laughs> he, one star. Carl scared me. <laughs> Wouldn't stop talking about killing do- goats, rather. What Carl, a nutter. Carl enlightened me. That says this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ah. <sighs> this week in wrestling. Smackdown throwback edition. Oh, yes. Oh, there we go. We'll get that out of the way, first of all. Uh, get off my soapbox here. So, when they say Smackdown throwback, I'm like a lot of people and think, oh, there's a lot of stuff they can do with Smackdown of their history and stuff like that. And uh, they appear to have just used the same stuff they have for Raw throwback and Raw old school and just gone change red to blue. Because if you weren't aware when SmackDown came out and saw the oldie schooly graphics with the E on the end. You would have thought SmackDown had been around since 86 or something with the uh, the filters they were using and the graph. Yeah, uh, it's from the ripe old age of the year of our Lord, 1999. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what the throwback stuff was about. It seemed well, really weird. Apparently it was a last minute idea by Fox, I think. And WWE went, all right. And then they had to kind of scramble to do it. Oh. 
Yeah, it's that some NASCAR throwback thing. So it's like a crossover episode. I, oh. I, I think the idea was it was like just general throwback rather than a, a throwback to early. Sp- I'm, I'm making excuses. Mm. I don't know what it was. I don't know why McAfee was dressed as Vince McMahon when he smacked down 99. So it was just yeah, a throwback. They're like just old, old, old Mac- wrestling. Yeah, Pat, Pat no. probably knows. Wait, wait, SmackDown '99. Like The Rock was at the first main event there. <laughs> Hang on, what's what the '86? Old, old. Shut up. And apparently, the story is that speaking of Big Pat, I think he's been doing a lovely job as SmackDown commentator. Agreed. Revealed how he was persuaded to fully commit for his role as Vincent Man in the skit uh, by shaving, only for the skit to be cancelled at the last minute. So he did all that work for nothing. Shaving his says, beard. Yes, so sorry, it'll grow back. Four days, nothing. That beard was older than Jesus. I look like I'm twelve. <laughs> he didn't. He was. He didn't have. A, he wasn't a big beardy man. No. I think he's yeah. exaggerating. Yeah, but you know what? I like exaggerating. He's a public figure. We can see that he's not had a big beard. What? Yeah. Anyway, look, you leave Big Pat and his big stories alone. All right. Um, <laughs> you stop judging people. And uh, Michael Cole, though. <laughs> Dressed up as No Mercy 64. No, no, he was Michael lying, Matthew. No, he was lying. <laughs> I'm going to judge him. It was a little bit. It wasn't like a full-on Morgan Spurlock beard, was it? It was I like was a look, I was imagining him to look like Rubius Hagrid. If he was that story, <laughs> why, did I, why did I give his full name? <laughs> oh, no, he's using the full name. It wasn't really <laughs> the mad. keeper of the keys at Hogwarts. <laughs> Rubius Hagrid, you get down here this instant. <laughs> and also, Michael Cole dressed up as No Mercy 64 version of Michael Cole. With the spike tips, uh, which was good. I'll commit to that. Well done. Yeah, I like that. Cole got it. Cole's like, oh, I can do old school because that's my period. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I've still got those clothes. But yeah. But what, what, awesome. what could McAfee have done? Taz. Yeah, Taz. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> yes. He's on his knees like Peter Sellers. Oh, in the Big Panther. <laughs> it's bad. I feel bad for Taz, man. I was looking at that picture the other day. It got on the top of Squared Circle with uh, Taz and JR. Taz is the army, the soldier, and then JR is a sad little sailor. And you shouldn't laugh because it's them ripping JR. But there's something about that picture that I really, really like. Look, them ripping JR and stuff was bad. But it's that one, that picture, and that one time they had great Carly, when it was uh, Santino or Santina, and Santina go, I can't get with you. Great, Carly. I am in a relationship with uh, JR. And it, they JR, do that? it was like, oh, I'm pay per view. I'm pay per view. And JR, and they're like, oh, no. And like, I can't, I can't believe you're with Jim Ross. Wow, who'd have thought it? And Jim Ross is like, all right. Yeah, JR right. clearly is not, he's not up for it. Not into it. Yeah, but it's no. so funny. His, his anger and disgust is visible to everybody. He keep on cutting to him. And he's like, uh-uh, get your licks in, yeah. And then Michael Cole goes, come on, Mr. Barbecue Man. And Jim Ross goes, Mr. Barbecue, who fed you that line? <laughs> and Jim Ross's anger is beautiful. When they do the um, Cole is off with anal bleeding thing, and, um, uh, sorry, not Cole, uh, King is off with anal uh, anal bleeding, and then um, Cole delivers it in the most stoic way possible. Look at T just goes, what? Yeah, and then Jr. is just there. <laughs> so, but it's really funny. Yeah, yeah. he's so disappointed. I forgot about anal bleeding. <laughs> oh god! None of this happened on the show. Uh, Roman Reigns leads a Ted Bell salute to the career of Daniel Bryan. This was funny as well. Yes, mm. yes, with Heyman providing the the bell sounds, ding, and uh, Roman Reigns trying to keep himself together. 
Roman says there is a replacement for Brian on the roster and welcomes a returning Jimmy Uso into the group. Mm. Cesaro interrupts and says no one can ever replace Daniel Bryan, but is then attacked by Seth Rollins. They're pulled apart by officials and out comes Teddy Long. He says that if Cesaro beats Rollins tonight, he'll get a title shot at WrestleMania Backlash. I know that he's listening to this because he's he edits this show. But Richard, uh, Richard's a big, Long. I think Richard's a big fan of Teddy Long. I seem to remember Richard cracking up once because, and Richard's not easily impressed. You know, it takes a little <laughs> bit to to impress Richard, right? He's seen a lot, uh, but it, there was a, a raw or something that Teddy Long came out on and was dancing, and then his, after even after he stopped cutting the promo and there was just silence between him and Vince or whoever, he was just still like. Still doing it. And I remember Richard saying that was brilliant. That, that really got Richard. That, so. <laughs> Teddy Long, what a man. Yeah. Keeping the buzz going. Mm. Yeah. Cesaro is attacked by Roman and Rollins before the match, but is still able to face Seth. The Usos distract the referee, but Seth shoves Jay, saying that he's not Roman and doesn't need help. Jimmy super kicks Rollins for shoving his brother, which leads to Cesaro getting the win. Reigns talks with a furious Rollins backstage and says he'll deal with Jimmy. Seth says that if Roman doesn't handle the situation... He will. Later, Jimmy is brought to see Roman, but says he won't let Reigns treat him like he's treated Jay and storms off. Mm, I love all this because there's good. Yeah, it's really great. Uh, there's there's so many possibilities as far as where they go with this story. The history between Seth and Roman makes things a lot more interesting. I'm not. There were sort of. It felt a little bit sort of baby facey with Seth, and I hope they don't go down the a proper baby face route oh, for Adam, Seth. Adam, come on. What? I love I'm just Seth. preferring him. No, no, I, I know you do, but he's better as a sniveling, awful heel. Yeah, and I of think course. He is better. Yeah. But I, it makes sense and everything. But no, I, I'm, I'm not complaining. I love it. I love it. I think it's it's the most entertaining thing in WWE right now, this storyline. Just because I think we might expand upon... What do you, why are you saying that you think they might go a babyface route with Seth? Um, just m- maybe sort of out of necessity uh, if he's going to get involved in this whole thing against What's Roman. That? Oh, right. So there was... Because oh, I thought you were saying that you'd taken from that little segment that Seth was going to maybe be a babyface. No, not that particular segment. Right. But I think that might be the way that they go with it. Because I, I really loved that because it, it made sense continuity-wise because Seth... It was weird seeing someone not be scared of Roman. Mm-hmm. Like Seth was just saying, you better sort this out, mate. And it made total sense because they're old. They've known each other for age. They're both in the shield. And because Seth used to beat Roman, like he had his number. So why would he be scared of him? So I quite like that. Yeah, agreed. I quite like that. Mm. I like the fact that how many people Roman Reigns has brought up in his existence. So he, you there? Yeah. We're just waiting. You were oh, God, through. Pacini, you were so stoical. I thought you'd frozen. <laughs> My God, that was terrifying. No, you're doing it again. Yeah, he's doing it on purpose now. You prat. He's still doing it on purpose. Yeah, Flappy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah he's what... Uh, both the Usos up. They're way better than they were. Uh, considering last time we saw them was what? The FTR feud when they were mocking people for shaving their bat or whatever. I just hated oh, them. Now right. they're great. Now I'm invested in them. Uh, Cesaro's getting elevated up. Edge, maybe to a degree. Kind of, well, come on, Edge would have been all right. And yeah. I think it's and it means so much touches. more now. Now that we're invested in heel Roman Reigns, it's all the more effective when he's bringing yeah. these people up for sure. Even if Cesaro doesn't win, which he's probably not going to, yeah. um, he's going to be elevated by this whole thing, which is which is great. Yeah. Carmella faces Ruby Riot and almost has the match won, but the referee catches her using the ropes. Womp womp. She submits Ruby anyway with the code of silence. 
thought yeah. it was a bit naff, wasn't it? It was it was just a, a, yeah. it was a fine match. Um, felt a bit rushed. But at the same time, I think it's just getting Carmella ready for Mia Yim, isn't it? Just give her a win before she comes up, because that's apparently what they're going to do there. Mm, okay. um, but it just felt sort of like it was just there, wasn't it? Yeah. She's got to get ready for Retribution. Uh, Bailey cuts a promo. I like all of this. Bailey cuts a promo paying tribute to several former champions of the women's division that says that Belair is naive by comparison. She says she'll take her title, which brings Bank out to the ring. Belair says that her conference bothers Bailey. And that it empowers her. Bailey goes for a cheap shot, which Bank avoids, but Bailey takes control by grabbing her earrings and lays her out. First of all, I love Bailey's hair. I think I'll go with the same barber. And also <sighs> the fact that, yeah, Bailey was running down, because they always do these on these ep- uh, random episodes, it makes sense in the throwback episode to go, Alundra Blaze, a trailblazer, she did this, that's fantastic. I'm better than her. <laughs> she went through all of them. Oh, Jacqueline, she was great. Had the, held the Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah, whatever. Who remembers? Who cares? You know? So I like that because yeah. they always bring up the legends, legends. I remember that person, mm. but very, very few times they get a chance to slag them off. Bailey, uh, I don't know if it's just because she's a heel and it's going to be a bit easier being a heel, but do you remember that she used to actually be not very good at promos? She's actually improved like a lot over the past few years, which is, I nearly said, I nearly, I nearly genuinely said there, and I'm, and I'm proud of her. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because there's, like, we've seen there's a lot of people, the babyface promos that Dewey has on my, go on and say this, I just naff. And some wrestlers rise above it because they're so good, they can make the naff stuff less naff. But the ones who can't make naff stuff uh, less naff are the ones who are doomed. Mm. So And Bailey had it double hard because her character was especially naff, wasn't it? That was yeah. the, 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 she was, she was a hugger who came out with wacky waving and flat blind playing tube men. Tom's and got a mini one. That was it. Tom and us. Tom. Tom's got a mini wacky waving. It was, tube. it was one of, yeah, on the, on the news, he was like, uh, one sec for the intro, I'll just get this ready off camera. And I was thinking, mm. it's going to be something crap. It's going to be Barry, the show. Oh, shooting hard here. Yeah, everyone knows. Is he a homophobe too, Jack? Oh yeah. my Little God. Barry the shark. <laughs> Barry the shark <laughs> no. used to drive taxis to Nepal. So, these underwater that. ones. Um, no, Barry's annoying. We all know Barry's annoying. I can say that Barry's That's annoying. That's the point, though, Barry's isn't it? Re- I like Barry. I don't care. I hate oh, Barry. What's the point supposed to be? Barry's annoying. Um, I love Tom. Hate Barry, though. Is the point of Barry supposed to be that he's annoying? I hope so. He's doing a Gilbert Gottfried voice. It's like the most annoying voice yeah. you can do. I don't oh, I know. I've never, I've never spoken to Tom about the sort of inner workings and psychology of Barry. I have. Barry is, um, uh, Barry's the evolution of an old radio gimmick he used to do called Siley Myrus, which was if Miley Cyrus was like a gravelly old, like New York or whatever. Just, Me and my dad, Billy Bob Thornton, like all that sort of stuff. So It's right, okay. practice for Tom I, to do Taz impressions I, on the Smackdown podcast. It's like, the other day, Dear Diary. It was like the diaries of Sally Myers or something. Yesterday I grinded on Robin Thicke. It's all like that sort of stuff. Ah, okay, right. So, anyway, instead of Barry, he pulls out this mini wacky waving inflatable on playing Chiba, and I just was like, that's brilliant. Like, why has that never been thought of before? And we, it was a fun intro, let me tell you now. No, I can where, imagine. What, what were we, where were we up to? <laughs> yeah, Bailey, Bailey. Bailey yeah, wacky. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, Fire the Sharks, listen, by the way, I've got no issues with you. Uh, Ziggler is set to face Rey Mysterio but insults Dominic during his entrance Dominic wants to wrestle Dolph instead and Rey agrees and then Dom wins with a roll up I like this yeah mm. I th- yeah I, th- I think it was a it was a fun match I'm, I'm really excited for the match it, just because like 
Imagine how cool it would be to tag team with your dad and win the tag titles together. What a brilliant moment. I'm just chuffed for that. Oh, Jack's not bothered about Graham. I'm thinking about what me and my dad would be like as a tag team. Oh, no. Yeah, I feel like he can, um, uh, I think he'd get impatient with me if I was losing. Because Graham would be the hot tag, obviously. I'd Bigger be lad. Ah, uh, we're both the same size, pretty much. Okay. But um, but he's just harder looking and seeming. Uh, much more, much more than I am. I don't know how we're related. I look very unthreatening. Whereas, yeah. so you're dad, the hawk. He's the animal. Comes in. He's I'm the Janetti by far. What would be your double team maneuver? Your finisher. It's got to be a play on the word king. Uh, or carpet based, obviously. The, <laughs> obviously. The, the gripper obviously. rod slam or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just the sample book, you know, like books of carpet samples. No, that's our foreign object. If we were healed, nice. Yeah, I like that. Because <laughs> they're heavier than people think as well. Never been done in wrestling, that has it. Carpet Say that samples. For certain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, That'll that be class. Be yeah. It'll have been done in some horrible UK indie. <laughs> <laughs> and Jack, anyway. you could be led to the ring by your valet, Kimona Underlayer. Oh, I thought you were just gonna. I honestly thought you were just gonna say by your valet, your mum, because it's me and my dad at the time. I genuinely thought you were gonna say that. I was like, hang on, let's get the ring by your mum. It's kind of personal. I was thinking, uh, we wouldn't beat the Mysterios. Was that the question? I can't remember what the question was. No, I was just saying I'm chuffed for Ray and Dominic. That's like that's that's what you want to do, isn't it? The, the, mm. the tag team titles together. I, I'm just I'm buzzing for Ray Mysterio. You and, and Nigel um, would be a good tag team. Yeah, because he gets it. Good, isn't he? He's, he gets it though. He's a wrestling fan. No, he yeah. doesn't get it. That's the problem. What? He, he 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 can't work out what's real and what's not. Whereas <laughs> you and you, you, uh, any of us three will just go like, "Oh, that was a good promo." Uh, d- Dad, I remember once getting upset because it was dirty that Carlito spit apple in people's faces. It is dirty. It worked. It yeah. is dirty. That's not, he was just that like, is... that's too far. That's too far at it. What, that's just bit. disgusting, isn't it? Well, he's a bad, he's spitting apple. Of course he is. Yeah. Well, Mark. but I, if I, I wouldn't want it, if I was a mid-card baby face at the time, I wouldn't want to feed with Carlito because it is disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah, but that, that's, yeah, again, that's the, the point. Dad, Dad was upset that a bad guy was doing something grubby. Okay, I get it. Um, but I'd love, obviously, I'd love to tag with him, but uh, I, I would be the hot tag in that instance. Yeah, of I course, yeah, 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 you would. But like Haku, Andre. Uh, yeah, just like that. And my dad would be great. I'd get beat up the entire match. I'd go to a hot tag. My dad would get a ring and go, this is awful. And he'd say, <laughs> oh, I thought your dad was a fan. No, he, he puts up with it, but if I had, I, I didn't watch it, he'd, he'd never pretend it exists. Uh, I, I think I've been to a show with uh, No, there's no way. My, my, oh, my right. dad would like leave me and be like, all right, bye, son, find your own way home. Fair. And uh, the one time we were like, he was on uh, Sky Sports after school, college, we'd never have it on because uh, he'd go, nah, off. And it was the match, it was the role with Cena versus Viscera. So my dad's like, oh, whatever. You know, no. All right, up, do your homework. Up next, Trish Stratus. After this match, go up and do your homework. <laughs> so, thanks, Trish. Uh, Tamina faces Reginald and is about to win the match when Shayna Baszler shoves her off the corner. Tamina wins by DQ, but Shayna and Nia beat her down as well as Natalia. Yeah, I didn't know how to word that because it sounded like Natalia had just joined in with the beating, but no, Natalia was also getting beaten up. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is the women's tag division. <sighs> Anything? No, but they do more on Raw, so we'll, we'll Oh, we'll get we have there. that to look forward to. Mm. 
Sami Zayn runs into Teddy Long backstage and tries to convince him about the ongoing conspiracy against him. Teddy tries to book Sami in a one-on-one match with The Undertaker, but is informed that The Undertaker is retired. He then books a five-on-five tag match instead, because it's Teddy Long, the man with two jokes. That match is Sami Apollo <laughs> Cruz, King Richard's Corbin. Richard's listening right now. Okay. You've upset him there. No, look, I love, I'm love. i with him. I love Teddy Long, but like, is is brought out as this, like, hey, it's I've Undertaker on tag matches. That's all you did in your career. It's like, you did loads. I did it well. Magnificent though. GM. Mm. Oh, well. Uh, the match is everybody else who I haven't named on SmackDown Wrestling. Nakamura is about realized, to Sorry, isn't it oh, funny on. that they've made a bit out of Teddy Long only doing two bits, right? When they were writing that show every time, the heat has been put on yeah. Teddy Long there. That was well, bad creative, right. doing the same thing every it's like week. What they did, it's like what they did with Baron Corbin when yeah. they blamed him for the bad ratings. <laughs> no, Teddy Long was a shoot manager. No, yeah. I mean, he really did just want a match with Undertaker or a tag match or a tag match with The Undertaker. Mm. Anyway, Corbin hits Nakamura at the end of days because apparently we're back to 2016 or 17. What so, was this about? Blah, blah, blah. Why, why this is Corbin? Because Corbin's got nothing going on. Why is he getting the win there? Uh, is he has he had a run in with Nakamura recently? I can't think. No, it was a th- it was a throwback special. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I feel like yeah, they just need to get loads. Of, it was as if it was like a pay per view. It was as if they just wanted to get everyone on the on yeah. The but show, there were loads of mid card feuds happening in yeah. there playing out, and then Corbin is the one to. Maybe he's got something coming up. I didn't yeah. get it personally. Gonna, I enjoyed the match. I'll have though. a guess. I'll have a guess. I think he's going to feud with Kevin Owens next. Yeah, go. maybe. Yeah. I think he's too weak in the match, maybe, didn't he? Maybe Nakamura would be the. If he pinned Nakamura. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's where they're going with it. Yeah. But yeah. Gable was brilliant in this. Again, yeah. obviously. Mm, yeah, yeah. Goes without saying. But he deserves so much more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Roman, Heyman, and Jay head down the ring. Roman starts to cut a promo about Jimmy. But Jimmy interrupts him and reminds Jay of his matches with Roman last year. And we get the replay of it, going, remember that, Hell in the Cell? I was like, oh yeah, that was good. Roman claims that he and Jay have moved on from that and tells Jimmy to either join him or go back to sitting at home. Jay talks to a conflicted Jimmy on the ramp, while Cesaro blindsides Roman in the ring. Jimmy briefly tries to stop Jay from helping Roman, but Cesaro takes them all out and stands tall to end the show. So I like this. He wasn't quite sure what he was going to do. Then Cesaro came in and made the mess. So we'll just have to tune in next week to find out what happens. It's good TV, isn't it? Yeah, yeah the main event scene of SmackDown is really good. Other bits of the show, I feel like we maybe have ignored a little bit, like their weak points, yes. because the main event's so good. But I think that's just how it goes, isn't it? If the main event stuff's good, you kind of forgive a lot of yeah. the other stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't want, like, it's very, very, very rare. You get an episode of wrestling where I like everything about it. But if there's enough good stuff on it to make me watch it, that's all I ask for. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of Monday Night Raw, the show opens with Charlotte, Nia, and Shayna taking on Asuka, Mandy, and Dana. I had to check that like four times that <laughs> yeah, I hadn't missed I, the I start of Raw. Them. No, no, right. that I had that I hadn't missed the start of Raw. I was like, it's opening with a match. Oh, I see. Couldn't believe it. Oh, Alexa Bliss interrupts halfway through, doing the advert break thing, going out, and she goes, "He he 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 he." Oh, sorry, did I interrupt? Uh, explaining that she and the puppet are there to keep their eye on someone. Towards the end of the match, Shayna's leg mysteriously gives out, allowing Asuka to pick up the win. Charlotte boots Asuka afterwards, and everybody else in the match is like, whoa, look at Bliss. Because it was like her leg was cemented to the floor, so it was weird, wasn't it? Was the idea that Alexa has has cursed her, a la Papa Shango or something? I think maybe, yeah. I think it was as if they had had no ideas, and they got to like, like 10 minutes before the match, they were like, just... Just do the leg thing. To Shayna? Um, well, everyone since then has gone, 
wow, who's Alexa got her eye on? It's probably Charlotte, isn't it? But I watched this and I thought, have I missed something? Because it seems like it's Shayna to me. Mm. But, That's what I took from it. So why has everyone suddenly gone... Because I'll be honest with you, I hadn't watched Raw before we did our predictions for, for Backlash. Now, really? in, that video, in that video, people oh. will see that I've predicted Rhea Ripley to retain. Just a little... I've given away one of them there, but I've predicted Rhea Ripley to retain. Had I seen this, I might have been tempted to say that Charlotte's going to win because everyone, for some reason, goes, "Yeah, Charlotte's not going to win. Alexa's going to get involved." And I'm like, it, "Is she? Have I missed?" As Alexa said, "I'm. I, I don't like you, Charlotte." No, but it's a women's match on Raw that has some importance, so Charlotte will be involved in it somehow. So is Alexa actually gunning for Shayna, or is it going to really be Charlotte in the end? Because you'll have to tune I in next week know. and find Shana's, out. I don't care. I'd still probably put money on it being. Charlotte, because that Shayna's got her own stuff going on. So why did she, why did she target Shayna, then? If she did, well, she did. I think she did as well, but. But why? I don't was know. They, so, maybe the commentary should have got it over a bit better. Because was it, it so Charlotte's team lost and Charlotte will be annoyed? Maybe. I miss Bray, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, I think the bigger question is going to be: Are they going to remember that they did this next week on Raw? No, man, no. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa will disappear, the Fiend will be back. It'll be just as if nothing's happened. Yeah, I, don't know. I think you're giving this, worrying too much about nothing. Let's move on to the important stuff. Yeah. Jinder Mahal is back. He's brought two massive lads with him, Via and Shanky. He celebrates <laughs> his return by easily beating Jeff Hardy. And it says, come on, Jeff, here for some Which reason. Which is so easy. Jeff yeah. put up no fight. <laughs> yeah, and I loved it. You know what? After following on from Ross's thoughts... These past few weeks about God, he wants—he's sick of these nerds in wrestling. <laughs> and after watching Raw and seeing all the silly people that are in it who want do, don't appear to be taking it seriously, or there's wacky stuff like, "Oh, let's throw these rotten tomatoes at someone." He <laughs> he, good one, Riker. Oh no, we hit Randy Orton. Oh, you know all this stuff that's happening. <laughs> I was actually happy to see Jinder Mahal coming back because he was taking it seriously. He's <laughs> taking it seriously. Meat eating lad. Look <laughs> yeah. at him. He's taking both the wrestling and his workout seriously. He's got lads with him. Good. Jinder Mahal's not going to go, ha ha ha, let, let's throw. Let's, let's oh, put, he might. I know. Oh, let's, put speak- a, let's put a box with a rope and some bird seed down here and wait for Randy Orton to show up. <laughs> you know. Don't be too certain, Matthew, because anything can oh, happen no. in the World Wrestling Federation. Yeah. So, what did you think of Jinder? I, I agree with I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I, people were crapping all over this on Twitter because oh, you've done Jeff Hardy dirty. The guy's hey. been doing it forever. He's <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Uh, a, 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 a loss like this, even if it was a glorified squash, isn't going to hurt Jeff Hardy. And I think it served its purpose of making Jinder look good. Whether you like him or not, it was strong booking for Jinder. Um, I like the fact that Veer and Shanky didn't really get involved. Uh, that Jinder just did it on his own because they they can go to that later i Mm. i i've always quite liked jinder personally obviously the wwe title run wasn't all that um but i i I think he's good i think he's put the work in um and i i'm i'm actually kind of excited to see what he can do this time around i can't he he looks the bollocks doesn't he He looks great i'm gonna remember this moment and i can't wait to revisit us all being very positive Six months down the line, we'll see where we'll see what's happened. Yeah, but yeah. at the minute, God, yeah. I'm sick of gender. What type of idiot would be happy to see? <laughs> yeah, of course, it's gonna be that. But no, I agree as well. I'm I'm yeah. pleased for him. And 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 social media is really funny when Jeff Hardy loses these days. If people still think it's like 2007. <laughs> They're like, what? You can't be having Jeff oh. Hardy lose. Yeah, 
But Jeff Hardy's a guy who can lose every week and then still be yeah. like put in the main event and people will still be like, yeah, yeah. Jeff. Jeff Hardy, yeah. 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 This is followed Agendas Ninjas and uh, now followed by a lot of rubbish tomato jokes backstage across two separate segments to set up Orton, Riddle and New Day versus Styles, Omos, Elias and Riker. The good guys win, but then Orton hits Woods and Kofi Vakios afterwards and Riddle is forced to act. <laughs> One of the all-time worst performances I've seen from a man who's so stoical they have to check his pulse. Randy, no. Oh, I can't I can't believe you've done this. Bro, awful. I'm yeah. going to be the straight man there for Randy Orton. I, I like the fact that Orton, despite the fact that he's now a, a good guy-ish once again, he's still unpredictable. I think that's the, the right thing to do. He shouldn't just be doing really good things all the time. Riddle's performance certainly uh, let it down. And I don't like the fact that they're teasing dissension already. It's been like two or three weeks, hasn't it? It's not been oh, a long time at all. I feel like this isn't going to be a long-term tag team. Hopefully. Oh, no. They'll it's get probably... the T-shirt out and then... Oh, they did that, didn't they, with Jericho and AJ? Yeah, Y2AJ. Y2AJ. Yeah, and you'll burn the shirt and you use it to smoke a blunt. Yeah. yeah. No, no, we can't say it on a PG podcast, can we? Ah, whatever. Blunt, you can be... Blunt James Blunt, he's going to set James yeah. Blunt alight yeah. for crimes That's... against music. At the, the other day, James Blunt, James Blunt, someone on Twitter was saying, like, God, You're Beautiful is a creepy song. Um, he's seen this random woman on the subway... And he's singing about how beautiful she's looking at her. And then he replied, as he does on Twitter, it was about my ex. He's seen a girl he used to go out with on the subway. I always thought it was a total stranger. And I thought that's a bit creepy, James. It's he's just he's just sad because he's just seeing his ex. He's not just falling in love in his head with a random woman. He's see he's sad because he's just seen his ex girlfriend with another man. Mm. I he, he have, have got no that idea. Poor he really should. He really should. <laughs> and also in the video, he's behaving like a bit of a serial killer, taking all of his clothes off one by one and putting them in a oh, line. Yes, that one What's where he's that all in the, in, the, in the cold. Yeah. He jumps that in a pool weird. at the end or in the water yeah. at the end. Yeah. You know what? James Blunt, I used to not like him because that song was everywhere and every song gets overplayed. You hate the dude. He is funny. Yeah, he's Oh funny, my man. God. See him on panel shows. The driest a- sense of humour. He was also like an army general or something. He was quite high up in the army. Imagine him shouting at was you, he? telling you to do stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was. Like a commanding officer or something? That. No. Uh, well, what was I going to... Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I never liked that song because I, at the time I remember it overshadowed what I thought was a superior song. And I think I still do. Uh, Bad Day by Daniel Powder. Brilliant. Great song. song. Great song. Unbelievable. Show me a wart face. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, that'll scare him. Well done, Private. I remember being uh, being Sorry. really upset by um, Gary Jules' Mad World getting the Christmas number one over the darkness. Ooh, yeah. That was upsetting. Ooh. Very sad song, that, for Christmas. Mm. Very yeah. sad version. Have you heard the original version? Tears, Tears for, for Fears. Fears, right? Yeah, yeah good. Yeah, it's a good, yeah. good song. Yeah, good. Yeah, but it's it's still got that like funky disco beat to it. It sounds like, like sweet the most depressing like, lyric you've yeah. ever heard. Yeah. It's all about upbeat songs with sad lyrics. My favourite song, Basket Case. It's all about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hey Ya. Hey Ya, fantastic song. Not, it's not a, a sad song. Beat, but yeah, the lyrics, sad, are, about, but the like, lyrics are about nothing is forever, then what makes love the exception? Yeah, so, it's basically, whoa. it's a song where you think it's, oh, this is so upbeat and stuff. It's just like, I'm not really an old romance. That I don't want to meet your mama. Just and want it's to all take about, you to a taco it's all, it's all like, 
it's all about how yeah, love isn't real and it's all superficial. Last, with yeah. the most catchy song you ever heard. Was Sorry uh, Miss Jackson about the the mother then? Yeah, it's about yeah, it's about his ex wife's mother. Miss Jackson's a banger of a song. Oh. You can paint a pretty picture, but you can't predict the weather, Miss Jackson. Oh, what a tune. Plan a pretty picnic. That's very AJ Styles about Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson. Plan a pretty picnic, sorry. Well, they're both from Atlanta. Outcast uh, right, okay. AJ Styles. Yeah. Sorry, totally sidetracked. Yeah, might, so well, might as well, because it's better than talking about Riddle uh, is acting yeah. and any potential lawsuit he's got coming up. Seamus again faces Humberto Carrillo, but this time they both fall on a nasty sunset flip mm. powerbomb to the outside. Carrillo looks to be legitimately hurt, and there are three ways off the match. Came right down on his leg, all of Seamus on the leg. And this was grim, because you see that, and you see, you know, right there in 4K, Carrillo, like, looking at the timekeeper going, nah, 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 I'm, I'm done. And obviously this was a horrible thing, but it's good that we're in the situation now with wrestling. When these things do happen, These it, it's wrestling. It ain't ballet, as Taz used to yell every Friday, but... If the situation happens, it's like, no, I don't care. Everyone knows it's fake. Can you look after us now, right? Rather than keeping yeah. going and manning up and grit and determination and doing way more damage to you. So it was good that everyone sorted it out afterwards. Agreed. Yeah, yeah I hope I hope they didn't get any stick for it. I was worried that uh, if, I, stick if I'd gone on social media at the time, people would be like, oh, I'm, you know, you should have carried on. Because you shouldn't have. It's a good thing. Yeah. As it, it's eating the... Humberto Korea, like, oh, what a coward. <laughs> Anyway, uh, former teammates, uh, Shelton and Cedric face each other. Cedric's in control, but spends too long hyping himself up to commentary. on Shelton to pick up the win. Yep. Why? Why would you not give Cedric the win? They'll do it again, won't they? Well, it's not going to reach pay-per-view. Mm. I don't uh, think it will. True. Pre-show, maybe. Yeah. Kick off. Yeah. Mm. Sonia Deville books a singles match between Rhea Ripley and Asuka. Rhea asks if this was Charlotte's idea. So the weekend before backlash, and Sonya refuses to comment, and then Ripley wins the match clean. She's wacky, isn't she, Sonya? She's so crazy. She just does things. She just does things to annoy, to annoy. She just does things to help Charlotte, and everyone goes, Sonya. But no one's, <laughs> but no one's, but no one's trying to stop her. Everyone's just like Adam. I assume Adam Pearce outranks Sonya. Yeah. He's doing nothing to suffer. No. <laughs> he just goes, you shouldn't have done that, Sonia. And she's like, <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> I have like no a... choice, Sonia, but to politely ask you again to not do that. <laughs> yeah, it's like a 20s cartoon. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> naughty, naughty. <laughs> I'm going to have to bop your nose in a second. Uh, oh, you. Uh, Adam Pierce proposes that Morrison and Priest have a rematch. Oh, I see he's distracted with this. They win it, deciding the stipulation of Miz versus Priest at Backlash. Morrison agrees, and Miz isn't happy. Priest wins the match, and Miz attacks him after the bell. Priest shrugs him off, and he runs away, leaving Morrison behind in the ring to take another finisher from Priest. And backstage, Priest tells Pierce that he wants a lumberjack match. For some reason. Well, in kayfabe, I got it, because everyone hates the Miz. Yeah. So you want a lumberjack match probably help you. Keep Morrison out of there. Yeah, loads of others. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to that match. Actually, I want it to be ended. Uh, the backlash yeah. that needs to be the end of it, but I think it should be a quite fun match. Do you think that it'll lead to the breakup of Miz and Morrison? The fact, yeah, they they sort of teased it over the last year numerous times, and I always think, oh, they're going to do it now. They're going to do it now. That seems like the next sort of sensible step, doesn't it? Which would be a shame because I've really enjoyed them together. But maybe the time's come. 
There's been little things, hasn't there? Like when Maurice came back, Morrison was a bit put out, and mm-hmm. then Miz left him. He ran away and preset another move on yeah. Miz. Yeah. He's done that a few times, hasn't he? Miz has Morrison, left Morrison. Sorry. Yeah. To get beaten down, I can't remember who, who it was with. It was when he had the briefcase. Um, Maybe Strowman. They were feuding with Strowman. Yeah, for a while. that might have been it. Mm. Mm. We get another Eva Marie a vignette. It seems like they're actually going to make her a face, which is a bold decision. <laughs> what they do it? Says here. Lads, why? I can't wait. It was all like, I might be beautiful, but it takes ninety nine photos to get the one, the one, one that looks extra beautiful, and and that somehow ties in. To, you can do it too. And I'm sat there like with a big share of bag of Doritos, going, "No, I can't, Eva. <laughs> get out." She is inherently <laughs> unlikable, and the the first vignette was very heelish as well. So maybe they've just changed it. Like, I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't want to cheer Eva Marie to be honest. Well, Vince obviously thinks she's admirable, doesn't he? He's like, wow. Yeah. What it a does dame. not take her ninety nine <laughs> pictures to get a pretty one. No, it takes a two one one picture. Takes a one picture. Yeah. Um. I. I. I don't know. What, I didn't know what to say. I watched this and I thought they're actually unless it's unless it's sarcastic and I've just totally missed the irony. Maybe. Yeah, I think maybe. Uh, maybe. Bit, but... Which they could always pivot to if it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Pivot, but I don't know. MVP meets with Strowman backstage and implies that they should do business. He wants Braun to injure Drew tonight, making the title match at Backlash a simple one-on-one affair. Sure enough, Braun interferes in the main event between Lashley and McIntyre, hitting Drew with the running power slam. And Lashley hugs him, but Braun hits a power slam on him too before slamming him through the crowd barricade. He hits a final power slam on Drew and stands tall. What a wimp! Who? <laughs> Braun. Braun. He's just done it for himself. He's just trying to take both men out before the pay per view. Sure, it, it, it you know, it's it's a wise thing to do, but have some balls. Uh, I read it as he was infuriated because MVP was trying to get him on side, and yeah. that made him so angry that he flipped out. But just go for Lashley then. No, I get you. Yeah, I get you're, no, I'm doing it actually. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, Braun's never been the most consistently booked man. <laughs> You know, um, the build-up hasn't been anything spectacular, but I'm really looking forward to the match. Yeah, yeah. Three big lads, isn't it? Three yeah. big lads. Drew's going to look small. <laughs> Drew's massive. <Yeah. laughs> Just uh, wait till Jinder Mahal interferes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was Raw. It wasn't as bad as recent Raws, but it like I think Raws are now... I enjoyed it when they were really bad. I know it sounds bad, but I enjoyed it you when they were... You actually enjoyed it. Oh, well, it's better than them being. <laughs> it's better than them being like quite bad, like they are now. I want to be car crash, like they were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. If you're gonna be bad, be really bad. Oh yeah. Don't be yeah. Proper like 2003 TNA. Yes. Yeah. No one cares if if a film gets a five out of ten rating. <coughs> if it gets a one out of ten mm. rating, you're like, oh lads, we're gonna see that. Yeah. NXT. Karrion Cross beats Austin Theory to open the show, but Balor appears next to him afterwards. He says he doesn't want to wait. Sorry, he doesn't wait in lines and wants his rematch. Cross says he wants that too. Oh, that's nice. I put all oh, that's nice because they yeah, agreed. Did, didn't you? They just they just aggressively agreed with each other. Yeah. Do you want a rematch? Yes, me too. Like Snitsky and Heidenreich backstage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I like your abs. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. Yeah. MSK beat Brizango in a match that includes a ref drop down leapfrog spot, and it says, "What is this PWG?" Yeah. 
Look, no, they're not all banger jokes, okay? Some sorry. All... <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, I read that like, for, like, I Mr. Pe- like Mr. Peanut Butter from Bojack. What is this, PWG? <laughs> the two teams shake hands afterwards and MSK call out Legado del Fantasma. Mm. Leg- Legado, not Legado, sorry. I personally, I don't really like the ref thing. It doesn't bother me like that much or anything. I don't really like seeing refs be silly. Oh, personally, I, I, NXT is generally, with the exception of like the odd like Cameron Grimes or Shotzi has her moments and whatever. It's it's quite a serious wrestling show, and I like that about it. Um, but I I don't know. There's something about referees just dicking about. I just think, oh. you know, it, does, it doesn't entertain me. I guess. I felt the same, but then I thought, is it because it's in a tag team match between two fun teams, maybe? Yeah. Like, I kind of excused it. But refs shouldn't be able to do that, really. They're there to, yeah. like, they're there to enforce the rules and all that. I don't really want to just, I don't want to see refs doing, yeah, dropping down and jumping over and all that stuff. That, that's a wrestler. The wrestlers all, do that. All refs these days are in incredible shape as of well. Of course. Like, they look amazing. I want the 80s back when the refs were just crap. Yeah, they just look blokes with beer bellies, bald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you want. I'm sure I saw one, a clip of one who was so out of shape that he didn't get down on them. He just counted. Although they did used to just do that, didn't they? They just used to count threes without slapping the canvas. They just they just kind of point and go one. Yeah, yeah. maybe that wasn't because he was so big then. I think the person who tweeted got it wrong. I think they put look at this old ref, but I don't think it was that. (laughs) <laughs> like Nickelback. Look at this old ref. <laughs> Can't even uh, bend down. <sighs> Pete Dunne cuts a promo about how disappointed he is that Cross chose to give Balor a rematch. He accuses Cross of avoiding him and throws out an open challenge to the locker room. Leon Ruff attacks from behind, but Dunne wins in a few minutes and attacks him after the bell. God, Leon Ruff. Taking I, all the bumps. I agree with Pete Dunne on this one, I'm afraid. Even though he's oh. the heel. Yeah, Karrion Cross has beaten Balor. Rematch clauses aren't an automatic thing anymore. Pete Dunn, give him a chance. Give him a shot. But yes. Balor beat Dunn, so Balor's oh, higher up, though, Fair play, Matthew. Fair play. It's hard to disagree when Balor says anything, man. I mean, <laughs> look at them. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Raquel Gonzalez retains her women's title after an intense back and forth match with Mercedes Martinez. I like this. It's my mm. highlight of NXT. Yeah, the women's division match. is. It was a good tremendous. match. I, I don't think they got the best chemistry. You know, I, I still really enjoyed <laughs> it, but I hope this is. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, um, I felt like didn't maybe click it for me. I felt like even if that was true and it wasn't maybe quite as smooth as it could have been, they made up for it by really hitting each other <laughs> quite yeah, a lot. It's very intense. So yeah. I'm all right with not everything looking silky smooth like peanut butter. It can't all be uh, MSK or referees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gargano is again complaining to William Regal about having to defend his title against Bronson Reed next week. The way he attacks Bronson backstage, you're living him more furious than hurt. Oh, that's nice. That, that's Thank some, you. I that's some good that. typing up there. I spent so long trying to word that in a way that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, Reed later announces their title match will now have a steel cage stipulation. So Austin Theory can fall off it. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott is out to introduce Hit Row, his new stable. It consists of Top Dollar, AJ Francis, the NFL dude, I believe, B Fab, Brianna Brandy, and Ashante the Adonis. If you uh, don't know, uh-oh. now you know it says. Yeah, they said if you don't know, now you know. Like big yeah, now we know. Now, uh oh, was my thought. Because when we read the names, when it was like, oh, they're going to be called this, this, and this, I was like, it's a bit weird. Now that the names are there and they're cutting promos, I'm like, oh, it's a bit retribution. <laughs> no. Just the name just the names. No. Just the names. Not them. They're presented much better. But the names B Fab, Top Dollar, it's lazy names. You what know? would you call them? The kid just keep their names. They're original ones. Oh, I see. Yeah. But trademarks. Ah, no. Copyright. I, all right, I'd what, if they, what if they start a Twitch channel? I'd name them after the four extreme dinosaurs. T-Bone. <laughs> Wait. Retribution were just the... Retribution were just yeah. the extreme dinosaurs. T-Bone. What are the extreme dinosaurs? Extre- it was a, they were like cart- Street Sharks came out and they went, yeah. what could we do that's vaguely similar? And they had extreme... Extreme dinosaurs! Extreme, extreme dinosaurs! <laughs> oh, so great. I remember the, the Street Sharks. Yeah. Colossal Tussle... Tussle four extreme like dinosaurs, extreme star, extreme, <laughs> extreme dinosaurs. The theme tune was hype. oh lads. If anyone listen to this after this podcast, listen to the extreme dinosaurs theme tune on YouTube. The guy performs the hell out oh, of it. Oh yeah. man. Oh, this the, feels the, like a dream just because I've never heard of it. It sounds like you're you're ribbing me here. Something's really rocking and, and, on planet oh, number yeah, wait, three. Wait, wait. <laughs> it's been a while since I've sung the song. You look up the modern lyrics. Man's I have to go to genius.com to check out the lyrics. I think it's, it's Modern it's Man's real. Got Prehistoric Tragedy or something. A colossal fossil fuse that you've never seen before between the reckless raptors and the extreme dinosaurs. Oh, that's it, is extreme, it? Extreme, 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 extreme dinosaurs. dinosaurs. 
I'm convinced it's real now. My mate, oh, yeah. Fred, oh, my mate Fred once uh, spent a whole lunchtime convincing everybody that there was a show called Unicorn by Nightman, where there was a man <laughs> who was a unicorn, but only by night. And every, by, so the end of the, by the end of lunch, everybody was like, yeah, I remember it. Oh, of course, it was brilliant. Was it, was it CBBC or CITV? It was, it was great. And I thought that's what you were doing with me here. Extreme dinosaurs, man. Well, why make something up when extreme dinosaurs was real? Oh, there were heels and fit. There was the raptors. Raptor. There was the raptors. They were the bad guys, and then the extreme dinosaurs. They could all talk English, obviously. Yeah. Um, Toys. My favorite was Smash Jurassic Four. Yes. They were so. Their names were so retribution. I think it was T T Bone was a T Rex. You had Hax, who was a Triceratops. I think. You had Steg, who was a Stegosaurus, and my favorite Bullseye. The pterodactyl. They were very retribution names. No, no, wait. Hax was one of the raptors. What was the triceratops's name, Matthew? The blue one. Nah, I couldn't tell you. I'm uh, sorry. No. I know I know. this is something I should know. But T-Bone, Spike, Steg, Spike, Bullseye, and Hard Rock. Hard Rock? That's hard a, rock. They're the extreme dinosaurs. And then hard the raptors, rock, I don't Bad remember Rap, Hax, Splitor, and the Cyber Raptors. And wait, then there's wait, the Quadranians. Quadranians? Oh, this must have been later on. I don't remember Hard Rock in the slightest. Was he like a Poochie add-on? Uh, hard Rock. Uh, an Anky, Ankylosaurus from an alternate reality that's inhabited by humanoid dinosaurs. I don't oh, know if get out. At all. Get out. After what helping did they them do? against the raptors, oh. Hard Rock joined the extreme dinosaurs. He is the principal pacifist. Hard Rock is tan and wears red pants with grey boots. Hard Rock <laughs> is tan. <laughs> well, it's they're all different colours. Like Spike's blue. Ah, uh, right, okay. Stegs, Stegs, I thought he just it's not that he's even... been in the sun. <laughs> That is a very he's poochy tan, thing, yeah, isn't it? Like, yeah, he's tan. He's, he's cool. He's got, he's got, he's got, he's got a six-pack. <laughs> um, yes, they were velocitossin to the max. They'll yes. fossilise us. They'll philosophize them in their tracks. In their tracks, extreme. 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 Extreme, extreme, extreme waves of extreme. Ah, <laughs> oh, it was the most early Tales, that, like Tales late 90s, snap, early like 2000s thunderclap, Talk and stalk and wrap the trap. Extreme. Extreme. Yeah, extreme so that's um, Isaiah Swerve Scott's new stable, uh, the Extreme Dinosaur. <laughs> Can Close. we do that forever now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just call it the Extreme Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry so, and stomp! Yeah, they are, yeah, they are their moves. Like that. Oh, man. So... I was thinking about this. There's a lot of stables in XT. Now. <coughs> um, there's almost as many on XT as AEW. They've got The Way, Hit Row, Megadal, Del Ventasma, QAnon. I mean, there's so many stables. <laughs> oh, no. oh. Extreme, extreme, no. extreme opinions and things. <laughs> Leave it work, dressed it in your work gear to hear people talk about stuff. Extreme, oh, extreme. Extreme He's tan, isn't he? Very tan, Drake. Yeah, 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 he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's his special ability? I, I don't, um, I'm not saying anything. I'm not. Inability I'm not to process info. Uh, <laughs> Ted DiBiase continues to follow Cameron Grimes around and ruin his day. This time, he outbids him at a property auction. Mm-hmm. Just fun, wonder, isn't it? Just loads what, of fun. I wonder what the payoff is going to be hey. in this one. They can't have a match, can they? No. Imagine if he starts managing him. That'll be cool, but he doesn't yeah, need a manager. He doesn't though. need a talker, does yeah, he? No, no. It's I, just, I, I, it's. I don't know where it's going to lead. I guess DBS will slap on a million dollar dream at some point and make him pass out, shove some dollar notes in his 
in his mouth and that'll be it. But it, it's fun. It's going to be fun while it lasts. Eh? And I'm enjoying it every single week. Cameron Grimes is just gold. He's the funniest guy mm. in NXT by, well, there's nobody yeah. else funny, is there? No, no one's funny. No. Uh, I like the idea of like the new versus old in terms of how you got money. The million dollar man and uh, dog coin. Or Dogecoin, I'm not sure how it's pronounced, or whatever. Sam was saying do- Dogecoin. Dogecoin? Dogecoin or something? Some I thought it was Doggycoin. Was Sam telling you you should get on it? <laughs> oh, Sam probably was, Bloody yeah. Hell. It winds me up. Like, we're all here working our asses off, and then somebody who was smart enough to stick a, 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 a grand on something that was a penny it can now be a millionaire. Fair play to him. Fair play. Have you got the balls to do it? I wish That's I had. That's the stock exchange, though, isn't it? Though they know that there's going to be a rise in the market, no one to sell. It's not. Oh, let me bid this for whatever. Oh, via via chance. <laughs> yeah, these people know what they're doing, and yeah, a lot yeah. of people are losing a lot of money as well. I, so. Of course, that's true. Yeah, that's the thing we're looking at. I tried to be clever once and invested fifty pounds in like like the smallest amount you could put on the website. I think it was in it was either a flowers or a chocolate company in the run up to Valentine's Day, and I thought this will work. And I lost two quid. So I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know about the stock market, man. No, I'd I'd want to know about the dodgy stuff like Wolf of Wall Street. The stock's guaranteed to make <laughs> money, and if I don't know about that, then forget it. Mm. I've got shares in a crowdfunder because I used to work for the company that runs, you know, crowdfunder.co.uk. And one Christmas, they gave us all. I think it was five hundred quid worth of uh, worth of stocks oh. or shares, rather, in 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 that. And that's got that's got really big now. So I imagine. I'll be Cameron Grimes very soon. That's mm. good. Congratulations. Also, Thank someone you. said, I remember a little bit of discussion online going about, oh, Brave they got Ted DiBiase going in, considering all his legal trouble. I'm like, no, no, just to be clear, Ted DiBiase had nothing to do with it. It was Ted DiBiase Jr., not mm-hmm. that one. Mm. No, no, it's not Ted DiBiase Jr. That actually was someone, wasn't it? It was, was it El Del DiBiase, the other one. I don't know the story well enough. Who, who it was it? It looked like, honestly, do you ever see uh, Better Call Saul? No. No, I'm not seeing Oh, that. never mind. There's a plot where basically... Uh, Oh, no, I don't want to be a Sam and give away the, the bits. Yeah, sorry. No, yeah. You're good, Jack. It's good. You can listen. It, there you go. The thumbs up means good. It, everybody at home's just done that as well. <laughs> yeah. You know what? No spoilers. No spoilers then. You know what? And it's not that part, big that part, honest. But it sounds very similar to that. Where, wait, we shouldn't really just be blagging about it, should we? I'll actually Google and see what it is. Oh, do we care? Should we move on? I Let's think move we should on. move on. We'll move on. I think that's better, isn't it? Kyle O'Reilly beats Oni Larkin was attacked by Pete Dunne after the match. He's saved by the returning Bobby Fish. O'Reilly thanks Fish, but tells him he's going to do his own thing now. Fish says he understands, and he's got his own scores to settle too. Mm, they're just two manly men on their own who don't need each other, but they appreciate their friendship. I loved it. I got really erect. It was class. It was just so manly and hot. <laughs> I don't know where that's come from. I'm so sorry. <laughs> extreme. Extreme. Extreme Jack's cock. <laughs> Kushida faces Santos Escobar for the Cruiserweight title in a two out of three falls match. Wilde and Mendoza are out with Escobar and look to get involved, but MSK run out to attack. They all get ejected, leaving Kushida and Escobar alone for the match. Escobar goes 1-0 up, but Kushida immediately gets an armbar to level it up, and the champion eventually retains with a no mother, it's just the Northern Lights suplex, suplex. Well done, Jack. I saw that tweet online. That was very good. I shouldn't have tweeted it. I should have left it for the podcast. Oh, never mind. No, that was the, that was the high. That was the finish. Go out yeah. when you're on the top, you know. It was actually a weird finish. The Northern Lights suplex. Hmm. I found it a bit of an odd one, but you know, it's technical, I suppose. Hmm. 
Excellent, Matt. I, I like what they're doing here in the same way that like AEW has the TNT title uh, main eventing the shows, making it feel like a bigger deal. It feels like NXT uh, doing a similar thing here with the Cruiserweight title. Excellent match. Makes the title feel like a big deal, which it, it often hasn't done in its... Mm -hmm. Like especially like nobody really knew what was going on when it was on two hundred five live or anything like that, did they? they? Went following it as closely as they are now. So I think this is a really wise decision. And yeah, they've just got heaps of chemistry, haven't they? Awesome. Yeah. I just heard a weird noise, lads. Okay, here we go. It hasn't happened again. It sounded like an owl hooing. <laughs> hooing. But it came from upstairs, I think. I don't know. Maybe it's Owen just being yeah. silly. He just loves it. Oh, Owen's realised what time it is and gone. Ah, oh, he'll be he'll be podcasting, won't he? And he's just cool. come to mess cool. with. <laughs> Fair enough. There you go. Yeah, NXT is the way it's put together is good. If that makes sense, structurally it's all right. The matches aren't always really nailing it for me because they're all very WWE blueprint. But so if that makes sense, it's put together well, but. It's a well-put-together house that's all grey. Okay. There we go. Okay. With underlay. There you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Suit yourselves. AW Dynamite. Moxie a, opens whoa, the show. What an up-and-down oh, week this was for Dynamite. Uh, it was all, it was all over the place Absolutely. Moxie opens the show defending the IWGP United States title. He de debuts his new theme music, the wild, the, the wild thing. So <laughs> wild, he calls himself the wild thing by the Trogs. Uh, ask your no, not ask your dad. Ask your granddad. About what did that. we think of that? Uh, I, I had to ask people: Is this his New Japan theme? And people went, "No." I went, "All right." And it is. If people don't know, it's the the, we the funny cover that Anita would come out to. That's that's Anita's song. So I would have appreciated that or understood it for the Exploding Barbed Wire match they did. Randomly having it, it's like, okay. Are you, wild thing? Are you always wild thing though? Cause... Yeah. And if so... Oh, it's the owl. Yeah, he's knocking. Oh. If so... Oh, it's on your phone. One sec. Owen, oh, let me know what it is, please. I'm going to just go and see what it is, yeah. lads. Yeah, carry on. Everyone is fond of owls. I, I, I don't know. I think it's just like a... I don't know if it's a one-off and that he's just used it for this match. Yeah. Um, but Wild Thing is a choice to me. It's just like, oh, right, Moxley, he's a bit unhinged. He's a bit of a wild thing. Wait a second, there's a, so there's a song that we can, we can do there. It's like... Uh, I don't know, giving Braun Strowman crazy train or, I, I, you know yeah, what I mean? Yes, it's just like, really on the nose. Yes. Yeah, it is a bit, it was a bit much for me, but when he came out, I thought, oh, he's quite cool, isn't he? And it is a good song. You know what? I had a good idea. Team Taz, you got a good theme song, but I'll play a different one for your next theme. Oh boy, I can't wait for this, Tony Khan. Uh, come to Tasmania, come to Tasmania. <laughs> no, no, I'm not actually Tasmania. It was for Owen. Anyway, I agree. You get the mic and go and go, blah, 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 blah. We're coming it's for bit, you. It's yeah. a bit too on the nose, isn't it? You're right. Yeah. Yes. It's like... Great it's, song, though. I really like the song. I, all I saw were people going on about, it's like, wow, this really gets you in the mood, doesn't it? Especially when the flute solo kicks in. Yeah. <laughs> it's an all right song. It's, you know, I think it's, whatever. But it, yeah, it will pass the... Did he get the rights? To, the, the, the permission slip only came through now when they wanted it for the FMW match, I think. So, you know, well, uh, I've paid for it. Sometimes I feel like if a song is too famous, then it doesn't work for me because I don't associate it with that wrestler. I associate it with itself. 
you know, so I just, it wasn't for me, really. And Moxley had one of the more recognisable ones anyway in AW. Yeah, he did. It was a good theme. <clears throat> yeah. He's facing New Japan's Yuji Nagata, making his triumphant return to TNT after 20-something years, and wins a very hard-hitting match. The pair show respect to each other afterwards. I mean, like they announced this two weeks ago, and then last week they did the build-up with the really good New Japan video package because their, their video stuff, even though I haven't watched them for years, I forgot how striking and lovely-looking their video packages are when they present someone. So I was like, oh, yeah, New Japan, I'm ready for this. And it was about 10 minutes long. That was fine. Didn't outstay its welcome. Just gave you some hits. Eugene got a, he didn't put much effort into his armbar that he usually does, but that's fine. He's getting on a bit. You know what I mean, Jack? I do. Was there a... Again, it felt like there was going to be a but, and then you were going to say something that you didn't enjoy. No, no, that that was it. I was like, it was, it right. wasn't like the mega match. It so, was just, yeah, Eugene Gatter's here. We're going to build him up a bit, and he's going to lose. That's it. Fair enough. Yeah, I agree. I enjoyed it for what it was. Cool. Cody Rhodes cuts a pastry on it. Oh my god. Did it just just the most fun of AW this week was probably reading the reactions to this promo. Cody Rhodes cuts a patriotic babyface promo, which causes some debate on social media, it says here. He says that when his daughter arrives, he doesn't want her to know he laid down under another man's flag. He got up and fought. He challenges Anti Agogo to a match at double or nothing and says he'll be fighting as the American dream. I think that Cody had a point that he wanted to get across, and then when he wrote the rest of the promo, he goes, this doesn't really fit. Let me check with the editors or the people above. Oh, wait, I'm Cody Rhodes, that's me. And just went and did it. Um, so he kind of knew what he was going for, but it was just like, you're going, okay. That was pretty yeah. odd there. Yeah. Especially with Anthony Agogo, just as, just as Brits, <laughs> just as Englishmen. All Anthony Agogo did was like lay him out and lay a flag on him, and suddenly now he's the most patriotic man in the world. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And Neogogo, the evil foreign heel. Yeah, uh, it's hey. weird. Isn't it? I've never, uh, it's not not since like William Regal have we been the, the baddies. I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. Think, I think that we, there's a cultural difference here because I'm not saying that, that you, we've got certain, culture and he's different. I'm not saying that, <laughs> I'm not saying that people in the UK can't be patriotic. It's just a different, sometimes to an extreme level, but it's a different type of patriotism. We express it in different ways through, you know, getting drunk at the football. Uh, whereas in America, it's like a very solemn thing, period. It's very like, like everyone's bored of our national anthem when it plays an event. We're all like, yeah, we'll stand for the national anthem. In America, when they get to the land of the free, everyone's like, yeah, we're free. And I'm like, how does this... Which, you know, is fine. But, like, if, if if some foreign heel in England knocked out someone and then put an American flag over them, they'd get booed. But by the next week, they'd have another match and it'd be forgotten. It wouldn't be, like, a serious thing that you've done there. So I don't really... There was a disconnect here for me, yeah. I thought Cody liked British people. I don't know why he's so upset about it. Yeah, what the hell? Oh, yeah. oh he told, just he to interrupt you. To. Just to interrupt you. He named three of the best, didn't he? Douglas Williams, Hawlad Pack, and Gabriel Kidd. Cody Rhodes keeping the spirit of WCPW alive in yeah, 2021. I mean, he he beat Cody for the internet championship. Dude. Yes. Uh, and I'm sad he didn't mention Liam Slater because they had a very good match once. Yeah. 
which is a shame. Johnny then, Moss. Oh, he works for them. No, I can't. <laughs> cut, cut that bit out, Tony. Yeah. After the match with Liam, they did a charming little thing where Cody went for a handshake and then Liam went, no, no, too sweet, me brother. I was like, oh, <laughs> the lads are doing it. The lads. Oh, no wonder he didn't mention him then. Oh, no, I think that was probably planned, surely. Nice shot on him. <laughs> Liam's a thick guy, man. <laughs> the, um, got nothing on him. The, the, the Cody thing's weird because like, it, it was just a very, very Cody promo. Um, and I'm struggling to think of a word for it, but the best I've got is just a bit wanky, isn't it? Overwrought? Yeah. That a, yeah. Maybe? That's uh, a wanky just... term for a wanky promo. I like it, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it just feels it a bit forced. It's yeah, a bit sort of melodramatic and just well, I, I, find I, my annoying. I find it a bit annoying. I... You know when you in school when you do drama, and there were two lads who fancied themselves as pretty good at drama. They were quite cool lads, but drama was like their thing as well. They were like, "Yeah, we're good at this too." And uh, there was a, a a lesson once where we had to partner up and come up with a silent play and put on like a minute long silent play or something and try and convey what was happening without using words. Uh, so then they're really taking this seriously and they're proper into it, these two, because they're quite good. Uh, and then they they just went over the top and were too ambitious with it. And their whole play was just one of them was sat with a blanket over him. The other one came in and picked him up and they walked off together. And the teacher went, yeah, well, I told you to make it clear what this was about and you haven't done that. And they were fuming. They went, he was a homeless man and I was helping him into my shelter over there. And she was like, well, that wasn't made clear. You should have done something like ordering food at a restaurant or something. It was meant to be that simple. And they made it too right. complicated and meaningful. And that's how I think Cody's promo was. Yeah. That was a good story, Jack. That Cheers, lads. You're saying. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. But it, it, we went from Cody wants to brag about that his wife's preggers, dot, 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 and you go, go, you even foreign menace. I'm going to beat you from America, USA. <laughs> I hope a go-go You know what? I hope a go-go. Yeah, I didn't care yeah. about a go-go until this. Go on a go-go. Oh, friend of the channel. All right. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Ross's mate. Friend of Ross, yeah. Oh, I, I had no idea, mate. Aye. Wake me watch, up. Watch what you say. Before you go, go. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> I got really angry there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rightfully so. SCU face the Young Bucks for the tag team titles. It's a pretty wild match. Daniels is busted open early from a super kick at the ring post. I'm surprised he had that much blood left in his body still. Uh, SCU come close, but the good brothers are on hand to distract the ref. Matt does Shawn Michaels, I'm sorry, I love you, finish jokingly, but SCU survive. The books use a spray can behind the referee's back and eventually win with the BTE trigger. Daniels and Gazarian are no more, and they have to break up. They hook it out and they get this long, dramatic speech and stuff and thank the fact. No, we don't. We could immediately to backstage with Moxie and Kingston trash in there. What was that about? Uh, very TNA, it. which I guess Kazarian and Daniel spent most of their career at. So. Could have been one of like the, the, the biggest moments in AEW short history. It, 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 it yeah. should have been huge. It's like they forgot to do it and then had to go back for the hug afterwards. The, the production on this was awful. Immediately taking the attention away from um, Daniels and Kaz by going to the backstage thing. It was baffling. I can't, I, I can't believe they did that. Um, and... Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I I, I, I did. I kind of liked the "I'm sorry, I love you" bit because it was so sort of like we don't care about you. It it it, it, 
it was so piss takey that that worked for me. But yeah, the, the aftermath, I think they really butchered it. Yeah, the the Bucks heel antics, I think a lot of people have realised might be experiencing that for the first time because that's what they were all about. And mm-hmm. then they started off AW's faces and that. But so yeah, yeah, I can forgive that as well. But yeah, it should have been on pay per view, surely as well. I think it would be if they did monthly pay-per-views, but with AEW doing these uh, four-year, I think, ones, and yeah. they really do have a lot going on storyline-wise, ideally, yeah, they would have, but there's ten other things, the Young Bucks uh, and the Good yeah, Brothers be, and this are going on. They do Moxley and, and Kingston versus the Bucks that now. Should be, that should have been the TV match. Yeah. The, the SCU one should have been, yeah, yeah. If, if I was, yeah. We know better than Tony, is what I'm of saying. Of course we do. <laughs> yeah, we understand copyright a lot better than Tony. He's um, not salty, not bitter. Look, I can joke about it now because AW would be nothing but nice getting the sword out. It's YouTube that is continuing to no sell, rather like the finishes yeah. in this match. Uh, all their things saying, no, please retract the YouTube. And YouTube just like, eh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Message scene. Yeah, whatever, AW. Who'd you ever beat? Is what they're saying to them. So I've got, I've got, no, issue, I've got no issues with them. But uh, they did. They did. SCU dirty here. Yeah, they do. But still, good match. It's incredible to think that Daniels is still doing this at 51 or 52, whichever. Um, and he doesn't look a day above 40. How so. is he so good? He looks even younger than that. I just because just he shaves his head, I think. Yeah. Like, he he's in an incredible shape. And he can move so well. It's crazy. Was the mm. missed best moonsault ever at first a, a deliberate bit of storytelling or was that a botch? Uh, the fact that he immediately got up and did it again, I'm gonna say, yeah. He, he... I but it added. So well, but... Botches aren't bad. They're Sometimes not it's bad, yeah. Jack. It was a yeah. good. It was a botch that actually fit the scenario. Yeah, a I'm... good botch, which is what the Good Brothers' new name might be. <laughs> a few weeks time. Uh, yeah. So that was a thing. But at the same time, SCU haven't been really at the forefront of these things, so it makes sense to actually blow it off on TV. And you're right, it was amusing to see people online react to the bad guys being bad guys, like your dad watching Carlito spit apple and being disgusted. I might be supposed to be disgusted. I was more frustrated that it hadn't been built properly. You say that, yeah, they haven't been at the forefront. That's AEW's issue, and they didn't make something of uh, of something that could have been a lot grander Mm. and really a lot of people could have invested in. Uh, I just think it was a shame. I think it was a missed opportunity. You're right. And how can they have time for this when... They have to get ready for the Casino Battle Royale at Double or Nothing. My least favourite thing they've ever done. Really? Um, Why? Because they have so many people on the roster, they seem more intent on having one big match per show where everybody's involved. It'll be a 10-man, 11-man battle royale. And you're like, that's all good for people to get some buy rate money, I guess. But in terms of storylines, it means that we put stuff that we're invested in, like SEU versus Young Bucks, and... People stuff, ten yeah, people, fifteen angles, thirty angles. AEW dark, sure, you know. And uh, yeah, Christian puts out a challenge to any member of Team Taz next week. He's going to be in that Casino Battle Royale thing, and then Matt Seidel comes back and says he's playing to beat Christian before that one pay per view coming along. And then Hangman Page also wants to rematch with Brian Cage at the pay per view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, building up a lot of yeah, yeah, building up stuff. And then Pack and Orange Cassidy have a number one contenders match. Pass- uh, Cassidy is uh, legitimately hurt midway through, apparently via the Ligabon, or the Sid Hop I guess, I don't know how you say it, uh, where 
you can see Pac like one, two, oh no, look, he kicked out of his own accord, moving him on the thing, and then Aubrey checking him and everyone basically doing what they did on Raw with Humberto and going, oh, okay, he's, he's hurt. But we've booked a finish. According to the online report, it's going to be a 20-minute double no-one-wins draw situation. Double no-one-wins. Yes, that was beautiful English, wasn't it? <laughs> and then they went, all right, well, whatever, we'll just have... Uh, Cyrus the virus come out and distract him and he gets hit in the head and then Kenny Omega go, ha, you both suck. <laughs> I don't get to fight anybody. And then Omega realises, Shivani informs him that Tony Khan has booked a triple threat match instead. So they Very got there in the end. It. it was It's weird because we were talking about Umberto and Sheamus earlier being called off uh, almost immediately. This obviously... Uh, dragged isn't the the word, but it, it was it was it went on too long. Really, I know they had to figure out a way to um, to get the finish that they wanted, but there were a few really awkward and uncomfortable moments in there. The, well, the one that springs to mind was the drop kick to the back, like, and he was clearly working hurt. He was clearly not. He was shaken or whatever. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it was it just uncomfortable. Mm. You'd think following the Matt Hardy. Sammy Guevara thing that AEW would be like oh okay yeah like how about everyone knows it's fake how about we just stop this and make sure everyone's alright or whatever but uh, no they're not yet so just saying mm. but still on a positive note Pac getting a title shot I mean can't be optimistic It'll be good. Hopefully, I think it'll be a really good match. But he's not gonna, he's not gonna win, Matthew. Nah. Come on now. He might. He might. He's not gonna win though. Nah. No. Nah. He might. <laughs> he's not gonna win though. MJF leads the pinnacle out to cut a promo about winning the blood and guts match. He's wearing a crown. The group are interrupted by members of the inner circle pulling up in a cart. MGF says they might as well get out of here because Jericho's never shown his face on Dynamite again. And he goes, oh, yeah. And then oh. Jericho pops out of a trailer at the back of the car. MGF, you fool. He I goes, wish he'd been off for like two up. months, man. Like, why did he come back the the week after? Like Triple did, H is about Series 2000. Yeah. Oh, man. Jericho asks for a rematch. MGF says no. So Sammy sprays the pinnacle with a champagne cannon. Oh, oh, oh. Giovanni laughs a lot. The pinnacle take a lot of comedy bumps. Whoa, bubbly everywhere. MGF agrees to a rematch, saying that a double or nothing, it'll be stadium stampede. But if the inner circle lose, they'll have to break up forever. Forever. Weird forever. contrast, isn't it, from the, the image of the previous week's Dynamite with MJF atop the cage, covered in blood, um, looking truly, truly evil. Um, to them being sprayed with bubbly. Whoa! Oh, where's the tomatoes, lads? It oh, was uh, no. man. I don't believe. I, and I saw people like say, "Oh, it was a brilliant tribute to Attitude Era WWE and the the beer truck and all that." No, it wasn't. It was bad tribute no, to it. It was rubbish. Um, <laughs> it was I, stupid. I liked when Sammy had to because he was meant to be in kayfabe. He was the one shooting the champagne, but. He didn't actually have control of when the tap came on. So he's like, Jericho's like, Sammy, let him have it. Sammy's still got one hand on it like that. It just starts coming out. He goes, oh, come on, let's go. Um, yeah. There's the highlight well, of the segment. Yeah, that was it when Sammy, before, Sammy shot his load. Well, uh, behind uh, any segment. You know what? Nah, no, the low hanging fruit. He's got it. He's done it. Yeah. He's secured it. Uh, well, we're I... supposed to be PGing it this week. He's done a very bad job of that. Well, he shot the can. Anyway. Yeah. So 
Jericho did an interview with Meltzer and Alvarez before Blood and Guts and said, this is going to be a long-term story. And I was like, oh, no, it doesn't need, it shouldn't be. It should be just about elevating the pinnacle. And then then the, the match happened and I thought he was just lying. That's very final. Him falling off the cage, bang, MJF's the new guy in town. And then it turns out, no, Jericho was telling the truth and it is going to be more of a drawn-out story. And I'm quite disappointed about that, sadly. Hmm. I did see someone's comment online. I don't know who it's attributed to, but they said, how unrealistic was this? Referring to Jericho coming back and going, there's no way Jericho would waste all that champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, that guy. Uh, oh, yeah. one more thing. What's the obsession in AEW with heel stables buying each other presents? I've lost track of the amount of segments where they've gone, I've bought you a gift, lads. It's all of these watches. And then they're, but they're pointless. There's no need. Like, Yeah. Because that's what happened with Nation of Domination, but they all got watches, but then Farouk got a big pitch. Attitude era. It's all the in, attitude era. But in me. this one, they just got watches. Because they're not turned on each other. Why? why yeah. Why? MJF, he did it the other week when Inner Circle jumped him in the locker room, I'm sure. He was like, guys, I've bought you some great whatever. They got the jackets and all that, didn't yeah. they? And I, I think it's so they can get one immediately. It's no, so the, people can analyse it and tweet and go, these are fake watches, like how the other books <laughs> have the fake sneakers. The other week, just the other week, when Jericho and the Inner Circle beat them up in the locker room, beat up the pinnacle, just before. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure that yeah. Jeff and that one was like, guys, I've bought you these sports coats or whatever. I'm just like, what? I don't care. <laughs> no, you're right, yeah. It's weird. I love that you pay attention to all this stuff because I've just become quite numb <laughs> to a lot of AW stuff because there's so many things happening at once that it becomes a blur. Mm. And especially on an episode where SCU break up forever and then MGF announces, all right, you lot, if we beat you, you break up forever. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So, okay. You can't tell there's like four or five different people writing these shows and they all come together at once and go, what have you got? I've got this. All right, looks good. What's worse, though, that one writer per storyline or everything being the same like in WWE? See, I'll take AW. I'd rather okay. have stuff happening, even if it's a Ratlick and all over the place, than mm. nothing happening. But that's me. I know lots of people will disagree, and uh, that's why we have opinions and podcasts. Mm. What about you, Pacini? No, I agree. I, I, I'm, I, I'm totally with you. Oh, okay, great. Oh, we're stoking the fumes here. We're stoking the fire here. I think AW's better as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> JR has a sit-down interview with Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. They talk about her attacking Sheeda earlier during a Forbes photo shoot. Britt says she thought they'd want photos of the new champ when the magazine goes to print. <laughs> that makes sense. That was cool. That was a good line. D- Britt's one of the best things in AW. Ah, oh, yeah, absolutely. After Can't wait for her to butter Hikaru Sheeda. If Sheeda wins, I'm going to be livid. Yeah. I'm be livid, lads. I'm gonna oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm done. I'm waiting for anyone to beat her. Mm. I'll take Vicky Guerrero at this point. I, w- I, wouldn't, quite go, I wouldn't quite go that far. <laughs> Afterwards, Thunder Rosa beats Jasmine Allure in a very short match. So ends our designated women's wrestling portion. Yep. They were, they were, getting, better, they were getting better at, at giving the women's division more time. And then this week, it was like that amount. It was strange. Yeah, yeah it was weird. It was just like, oh yeah, Thunder Rosa is still here, by the way. Like, she's still... Do you know I, story, I didn't understand. It was pointless. Did, do you know a story going on in the NWA at the minute? Go on. Oh my so, God, Adam. So you know it, Matthew. Yeah, so she's in a feud with... I can't remember who with, actually. But if she loses, then... Oh, isn't it? Is it the feud with Nick Aldis's big bodyguard lady? Anyway, Thunder Rosa's in this feud, and if Thunder Rosa loses, the stipulation is then she's only allowed 
to work in the NWA. She can't go elsewhere, which is the NWA saying, we're not as, we're not as big and popular as AW. <laughs> so the heel has said, if I beat you, then you've got to stay oh. here. It's a loser stays in town. <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah, bad. It's against Camille. Yes, that's, oh, yeah. 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 But yeah, the loser stays here, much Like, no! <laughs> what could be worse? So. Oh, brilliant. And then the main event, almost saving the show, Miro wins the TNT title, making Darby Allen pass out in the game hour. You know the juice you can get? That Instead of squash, it's double-strength squash, the safe space in your cupboard. This was a double-strength squash. Awesome. Uh, just absolutely battered. It's great, wasn't uh, it? Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky attack Sting. So their face, those two. Um, <laughs> but the Dark Order arrived to chase them off. Why do they care? I don't know. I yeah, why the did the Dark was, Order... Yeah. yeah. Wasn't Sting... Ch- whatever. Again, storytelling, blah, stuff. Mira celebrates and Lance Archer arrives to stare him down. Sure, whatever. Lots of stuff happening, but the priority was, my God, Darby Allen could take a beating. He's amazing. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. I said this in the news video, but um, you, you'd be overjoyed if you got booked against Darby Allen in any match, even if you're not going over, because the, he just sells like a maniac. He makes everyone look incredible. This was the first um, AEW title change this year, 2021. Really? Yeah, wow. I think so. Which is a good thing. Mira's really good at giving a beating as well, so it worked yeah. really well. Yeah, yeah. It, they've really... They turned a corner with him, haven't they? They, they needed to do this. This was if they, if they, he was going to drop the title at any time, this was the time to do it. Um, and yeah, Derby has been a flipping phenomenal champion. He's been so good. He's just had great matches. What was it like a sixteen week or a sixteen match winning streak or something like that? It was a lot of matches. Was it eleven? It was a lot of matches. Um, and he's he's really made that title feel great. Do you not think that the mirror thing was deliberate? In that he was brought in as this semi-comedy character with Kip Sabian. Because they brought in Brody Lee, he lost to Moxley. And they brought in Lance Archer and he lost to Moxley. And everyone was like, oh, they're bringing in these monster heels and they're just getting beaten straight away. And I always thought maybe they're doing this on purpose with Miro so that he's got time to... But I don't know if that's true or not, but I always just felt like it was a deliberate thing rather than a... I can't believe they're doing this with him thing. Like, it still wasn't very good. I admit, it could have been better. But I always felt like maybe it was like a deliberate introduction. I don't know. Maybe, but they had so much ammunition with Miro joining and the way that he'd been booked in WWE and never really, like, made it as far as he could. There was lots to work from there. Yeah. So it feels like a waste if that was the intention. It's true. That is true. No, but you are right, though, Chad. That's a good point. You can't really have him come out and beat this Miro when there's... Lance Archer already doing his super squash where he brings the guy down the ring with him and all this. It's so, yeah, have him marinate, play some games, chill with his friend, uh, kill his friend, and <laughs> then uh, be Darby Allen. Yeah. If it, was, if it was deliberate, then fair, but I, again, I, I don't know. Yeah. Been a mediocre week of wrestling, I think. Wow, I thought it was eventful, Adam. Come on now. Stuff happened. Yeah, lots of yes. stuff happened. Some, some, some new- bad stuff. But I'll news. take, as I said before, I'll take stuff happening over nothing happening. All mm. the news was in the wrestling. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. That's strange. a fair point. Backlash okay, this, a mi- a WrestleMania backlash this yeah. weekend, lads. A mediocre news-filled week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was the mediocre week. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> 
Let's have a look in the mediocre mailbag. <sighs> Number one, I'm joking, it's never mediocre. Number one, hi guys, just wanted to thank you all for the content from your name redacted days to now and all the future content you will create. I also want to shout out Adam for allowing me to plug my small YouTube channel where I interview people during his live streams. It has really helped to grow all the kind words from you guys. Oh, is this Tom? Oh, that's right. It's really helped to grow yeah. all the kind words from you guys about my content has helped my confidence, especially Adam and Andrew. Aw. Uh, my, dream, uh, my dream is to interview you guys on my channel when the world is more normal, which leads me to my question. Who is your dream interview or guest for the channel on Straight to Hell, Desert Island Graps, or otherwise? Much love. You're all amazing. Tom Speller or... Tom Talks Rubbish. Go and give Tom him Talks a subscribe Rubbish. as well. Search Tom Talks Rubbish on, on YouTube. He's a, he's a lovely guy. And the reason that we've not been able to do the interview uh, yet is because uh, Tom's unable to do it via Zoom or anything like that. So it's got to be in person. But I'm sure we'll make it uh, happen one day. So dream guests on the channel for Straight to Hell or Desert Island Graps or whatever. Uh, I've got one wrestling one and then one that's just not a wrestling one, but I'd just like to interview them. Okay. Well, my, my wrestling one would be Triple H because he was my favorite as a child, and I think I'd feel like if I interviewed Triple H, it would be almost it would be like wow, like everything's come full. So, wow, what a great! I, I might just quit then. I'd be like, well, see you later, lads. Don't I? I got. I was on a media call with him once, which was a really surreal moment. I had to call him Paul, which I'd felt uncomfortable doing. But apart from that, um, I came out of the of the meeting room or the studio, sorry, and Ross was in there working at the same time, and he was like what was so funny in there? And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, you were laughing like a schoolgirl." I was like, it was Triple H. <laughs> um, and also, uh, uh, Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day, the singer, because they're my favourite band, so uh, I just think that would be cool as well. So yeah, those are my two. Uh, probably Mr. Sidney Poitier. Um, no, I would, uh, the wrestling oh. side of things, I'd probably go for... Um, I mean, Vince is an obvious one. If he was still with us, Andy Kaufman. Uh, Kevin Nash with a big bowl of ravioli. Let's recreate that. There you go. (laughs) Nash, straight to hell, ravioli. What was your real one, Vince, there? Yeah, probably. Mm. uh, No, yeah, it's got to be Vince because he's the most fascinating human being on the planet. But Andy Kaufman is a second. Fair. I'd say hardcore Nick Gage. I think say hardcore Holly there. Hardcore. Oh, that'd be good as well. We could get him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it would be that difficult. Him. It's not that dream. But yeah, getting Nick Cage because he does have the Vice documentary feature on him, mm-hmm. which is nice and lovely. He's a CCW fan. Well, he used to be, of course, like every other CCW fan. He used to be, but don't watch anymore because it's naff. But to see him get this weird rise in popularity as being, yeah, the hardcore hero himself. I would love Tom just to sit him down and ask him about like, all right, so who's your... Fr- Who's your favourite extreme dinosaur? Hmm. <laughs> I love the Velociraptors, man. Yeah. MDK, dinosaurs every day. I think that'd be good. A good mix, because Tom really can get the best out of people, or what we've yeah. not seen from other podcasts or interviews. Okay, so yours would be for for Tom to do. Yours would be for Desert Island Grant. Yeah. What, yeah, about, yeah. Um, what about a non-wrestling one? Like, a would it be Mario or something? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll have Ross have Mario. <laughs> <laughs> no, who would be your non-resident? I don't know a lot about you as far as like, uh, what, I know you like video games uh, and I know you like wrestling, but I don't, apart from that, like Jack, he's into basketball. You might like to interview Michael Jordan oh, or Shaq. 
John would be nasty to me. He seems like a bit of a nasty man, but LeBron James would be nice. He seems like okay, a nice man. LeBron. Yeah. I'd say at this point, Mads Mickelson. Who's that? Uh, an actor. Hannibal, Casino Royale. Anthony Hopkins. What do you no. mean? The one who cries blood. Very famous. I've never. I didn't, I didn't realize I had to explain who Mads was. Does he cry? Like, does he cry? The one yeah, who cries the guy who cries blood in Casino yeah, Royale. Casino Royale um, yeah. Oh, yeah, the strange really villain. vile looking one. Really what? serpent like. Mm-hmm. Am uh, I thinking of the right guy? The guy who's the, the main baddie in Casino Royale, which I have yeah. seen. He looks a bit like an evil, Hannibal. like an evil Bill Nye. What's his name? Miles. An evil Bill Nye. Miles Morales. Oh, God, What's his name? Mags. Mads Mickelson. Mags Mickelson. Mads. Mick- Mad. Mads. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking of the right guy. Oh, he's really good looking, actually. Yeah, he? I don't know. Like yeah, a, oh, the serpent looking dude. I'm like, no. they made him look villainous for the. Of course, old, yeah. I mean, yeah. He's, he's, he's a villain. <laughs> I didn't get that. Stunning. I didn't get the whole, like, Mr. Bond, your opponent is the best poker player in the world. And his tell is that he cries blood. <laughs> I just Bond, Bond... Bond looks at the camera and goes, wow, this is a tough table. Yeah, Bond's like, Bond's like, I think he might have a bad hand here. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> no, but he tricks him with his tell because he goes, oh, you thought you knew my tell. Oh, sorry about that. Where's your money gone, Mr. Oh, there it is. <laughs> But I do like the photoshops that popped up all over the place when it's like, ah, oh, Mr. Bond, you, you thought you could beat me at Hungry Hungry Hippo. <laughs> yeah. All the different sports. <laughs> but yeah, it would be Mads. Because okay. as an actor like him, as a, as a dancer, I appreciate his effort. And I love Hannibal. So, Is it worth watching? Because I really love oh, The Silence oh, of the Lambs. Oh, you I, I might spend my weekend doing that then. Because like Red Dragon is one of my favourite films ever. So Silence of the Lambs. Hannibal yeah. also is Again, there. I was all in the Hopkins boat, but now I've seen the TV series. I'm like, oh, sorry, Hopkins. Oh, nah, really? I'm, Isn't it? It's, it's I am no longer best like... friends of Hopkins. I'm now, <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen is now my best friend. Set in Nazi Germany or something. What? what? No. What? Is it not? Am I thinking of something else? Oh, are you thinking of Hannibal Rising, which I haven't seen, but I've maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Okay, it's a re- it's a remix of the Hannibal Law because there was some stuff that they didn't have permission to use because they finally got that Clarice Starling uh, series that's being greenlit. So oh, she's not that. in it. Uh, a lot of stuff isn't in it, but it's kind of married. You'll get what I mean when you see. Okay, it. but yeah, I didn't interview him. I don't know what I talked to him about, to be honest with you. I'll probably stumble on my words like Jack talking to Triple H, but I'd have a good time doing it, and that's what matters. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Number two. Hi to everyone at Cultaholic. I've been following you guys since Name Redacted. However, I only started watching the podcast after about episode 90. Oh, good. I'm very glad about that, mate. Um, it's now <laughs> something I look start. forward to. Awesome. Every Friday. Yeah, no. Uh, so my mate is doing his stag doing Newcastle this year. Once everyone is allowed in clubs, hopefully, it says. He wants to do a night where we go out dressed as WWE wrestlers. My mates are daring me to go as Goldust with full robe, lycra, and face paint. Now, firstly, as you guys know the area, is there any venue that would happily allow in people dressed up as an array of wrestlers? Probably Rise. Yeah, a lot of places do. You're always guaranteed one big group of people yeah. dressed up in fancy dresses. It's a stag dude town, yeah. isn't it, Newcastle? You'll really find is. places. You'll find yeah. places. You'll be our eat. Secondly, how big is the wrestling scene in Newcastle? Because if I go out dressed um, as Goldust, I would like to think at least one person would recognise me. Maybe you guys could be out that night just to give us some recognition. Nah, uh, you'll be all right. Yeah, we, we um, used to we used to be a hotbed for new for I think, wrestling. I think this wrestling scene in Newcastle was quite small until around sort of mid twenty sixteen, when just for some reason it just exploded. 
It's yeah. as if there was some really a really popular bunch of guys who yeah. brought wrestling to the town. Loads of and personalities, they, and they've yeah, done lesser yeah. extensive all right wrestlers as well that people <laughs> really seeing, paying to see um, the the YouTube superstars. And that stars. man was Cody Rhodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought I thought you were going to say, and that promotion was MEW up in Long Benton. <laughs> Come on, the boys. I, like I, was, I would have said that. Mm. That would got me heat because they would have gone, yeah, we have. We've been running since 05, you cheeky guess. That's what, that's what, wow. wow, they yeah. should be better than they are, really. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> I've been to a few shows. Oh. Also, I don't, that, if he's on this week, I know you've done that video dressed as Goldust. How did you find it? Have I made a terrible mistake agreeing to do this? Yeah, it's the, really the work awful. You all do. Yeah, oh, that, that face is understandable, Jack. Um, I feel so bad. I just point out I've been to MEW and enjoyed it. It was just a wee joke. Brilliant. Um, uh, the, yeah, the gold dust thing. I wouldn't advise it. it You'll be very, very cold. So I wore like a, a, a gold morph suit, um, and I remember doing it at that Manchester Wrestling Media Con thing, um, and it's really it it it. it You'll see everything. It's not a very forgiving costume. I remember Jen saying to me, oh, that doesn't leave a lot to the imagination, does it? And that wasn't a compliment <laughs> at all. Uh, it's it's very... Uh, Why it's... would that be a compliment? <laughs> no, and normally I love, you know, willies and that. But... <laughs> uh, it, 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 oh, it was a cold day as well back there. It was... Um, it, it... <laughs> It's it's not fun, but it's it's a very like you'll probably look the best out of everyone, or at least the most striking. Like you'll have your Macho Man Randy Savages and your Hulk Hogan's, but you're there, knob out, and you'll have a great time of it. There's a reason that I was wearing like a little robe on top of it because if I ever like stood up or moved, it it, it was just it's form fitting, isn't it? So, and I don't have a great form. Um, okay. So yeah, you'll 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 enjoy yourself. And as 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 Jack and Matthew say, there's loads of places um, that you could you could pull it off. That nobody's gonna say no to you going in. I, I would mean, recommend some, the Crown some... Posada. I think it would go down very well <laughs> at the Crown Posada at the bottom of Dean Street. There, there will be some, probably like the Diamond Strip. You probably will, they'll be like, no, nah, mate. But mate. there'll be there will be places where you can. Trillions, you'd be you'd be grand. Start off at Trillions and then go to Trillions, Rise. It's on a Saturday night. Rise. Um, there's var- there'll be various there'll be various places yeah, yeah. probably get into probably maybe get into digital but that's that's actually I've not been to digital in like 10 years that's for the kids now dig is that it? the one that opens till 5 uh, no I'm maybe. thinking of uh, Worldies oh, World, World HQ maybe that's what I'm thinking World of. Headquarters the pink, the pink rooms no, DJ Richard not. Tubman at the at Worldies <laughs> so maybe the, he goes all night um, I've what was I going to say there? Yeah, it'll be good. You'll enjoy it. But what I will say is make sure that they are all also definitely dressing as wrestlers so that it's not one of those viral jokes where you turn up dressed as gold dust and they're all like at the train station like, way! Like, you don't want that. Oh, no. You don't want that at all. Get on we the did that to my dust. mate. Came as a smurf. Great. <laughs> <laughs> really? Then he got a massive bollock in because he left blue paint all over the chairs in the pub. <laughs> so good. He had the beard. Oh, no. Who's the one with the beard? The old bloke, Uncle Papa Smurf. Smurf, Papa Smurf, Uncle Smurf. Uh, yeah, he got he, he got he got wrong, as they would say up here. They uh, wait. So he still had, he was still wet. 
Yeah, well, no, it was just because, like, we went to a normal pub and, well, face paint doesn't properly stay on, does it? it blue is a right. very, like, it, you'll notice if there's some blue on a chair and it's he was getting it most, on everything. Blue's not the most pub colour. It's not like the colour <laughs> I associate with pubs. Uh, my mate tried to do this to me once and it was before I'd heard of the Smurfs thing, the Joe. He, when we were at uni, he went, right, I've been invited to this dinner party, but the, the whole concept is that you, you, we don't know any none of the guests know each other the only person who knows everyone is is the host Every they invite a bunch of guests who don't know each other and then all of those guests invite their mate as well so it's just a party of strangers basically That's awful. and he said yeah I didn't go he said yeah yeah come to this party with me but also we, we need to dress as Smurfs and I went no <laughs> and he just went and he got really cross at me he was like why, why, why wouldn't you dress as a Smurf and that's when I started to realise this is a yeah yeah I can see what he's doing here it's a that's really even, good joke though isn't that's it that's even more brutal though in front of strangers turning up as a smurf yeah it is yeah yeah I like it yeah it's yeah, particularly it's harsh hazing uh, but it should be said Danny from Croydon South London thank you very much for the thank you Danny cheers Dan. uh, message and you can have a good time in Newcastle regardless mate don't worry but mm. it should be said that Dustin Rhodes in his autobiography which is you know a bit worrying because you can barely remember any of his career does point out what I never thought of when I watched his goalless matches and gone, God, he's not very good, is he? Like, has he gone out to wrestle? When he put on that vinyl paint, not vinyl paint, sorry, they put on the face paint and then the vinyl outfit and he's there, he's like, I can barely breathe. <laughs> so, because, and imagine how hot these arenas are when you're doing anything involving effort where you're like that, you're like, <gasps> and then the bell rings. So, uh, yeah, if, you, if you're full of cardio and you look great, Danny, you're going to make a great gold dust. Um, if not, you... you look like every other person who's ever dressed up as Goldust. For sorry for going off on a tangent before the next question, but Adam, do you uh, do that as like an alpha dog move? Where no. so Ma- Matthew's read like that's from Danny there, and you've gone cheers, Dan. I'll decide oh, what your name I thought is. You meant mate. the Smurf thing because I've heard I... you do that before. I thought I heard you, you do that, that before. No, that wasn't a, a yeah. I'll you've, call you whatever you, do you want. Do you have quite a lot? And... Cheers, you little scrope. I've noticed you do that, that's and I, I think <laughs> I think no, move. not even slightly. I think you're doing it in an alpha dog way. Yeah, yeah. I think you're going. Oh, well, if I, if I have proven that, then, yeah, that's that is why I'm doing it. No, I, 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 I genuinely, I didn't know. I, I, it, it was just I just shortened it. I, my brother's called Dan. I guess maybe that's it. And uh, no, I've Danny's heard you do it with the, multiple Danny's... people with the air of a man who's read it on a website, and it says you'll seem like the big dog if you do. Yeah, that. that's subreddit that I'm always visiting. Says that's like yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then, no, uh, so but, then but then you run into Tom Campbell, who's like a bigger alpha dog because he calls you Ad sometimes, and I'm like, yeah. wow, he shortened a name that's not even usually shortened. I call him T. T- just Mister Mister <laughs> T. Stop just. The st- <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, but sorry, I might yeah. start doing that, Joe. Mm, see, it's see that's the vibe it gives off, though. I know that one was a joke, but I, mm. no. Maybe 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 it's. I'm sure it's unintentional. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Um, I do like it when we get a, 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 a little tour <laughs> of the inside of Jack's head. <laughs> yeah, I think you're overthinking it. I. I Mate, I overthink everything. It's like my, yeah, it's like my okay. thing, isn't it? Yeah. First of all, I have to ask, I'm sorry to ruin the mood, but why are you calling it Alpha Dog? I don't know. I thought it was called Alpha <laughs> Male. I don't know why I'm calling it Alpha Dog. The Alpha oh, Dog. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Can we go to the, the next alpha, one? The Alpha. The Alpha. The Alpha Dog is here. Look how Matthew started. If you've got a long name, he's only going to say the first bit. Look how Matthew started ridiculing me after you shortened my name, demeaning me. 
That's, That's right. Yeah. Beforehand, you, you look bigger, but now for some reason, after something Pachiti said, you look just you look more vulnerable, like a wee little boy. Yeah, um, yeah, a baited dog. Okay, Matthew, Greg, what is the next? Question? <laughs> oh wow, I suddenly feel taller and stronger. What is this weird feeling coming over me? Number three, morning, gents. Morning. I'm a teacher, and I'm currently teaching media studies. Ooh, this week we looked at audio media and specifically podcasts. Just thought you'd like to know that I use the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast as an example. Oh, I was delighted to find out. Sorry, delighted to find out my class had two listeners in already. Wow, the two yeah, of them I apparently bet I could had. I pick them out. I bet if I saw that classroom, I could pick out the ones who listen. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the ones with all the girls around. Them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When I've got all that, got ten grand in dog coins in the pocket. pocket. Uh, the two dog of them coins. apparently had no 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 idea what <laughs> anyone else dog coins. <laughs> Currency you get at school for being cool these days. That's right, yes. Oh, you just you got, you got a B in your classes, 50 dog coins. An alpha dog coin, mate. Alpha dog coin. The two of them have already had no idea that anyone else they knew listened to it either. And I had to hold back my laughter as the two of them proceeded to use it. Woof, woof, moo, moo <laughs> as a greeting to one another to look at the amusement from their classmates. They don't care. They're alpha dogs, those boys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're boys or not. I don't know if you specified those people. Uh, yeah. How do you know? We've got a female viewership. They're the lads, 4.5%. Is oh. it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so sad. <laughs> I think you guys have answered the question about which wrestlers would make good teachers before. So let's reverse it. Which wrestlers would make the worst teachers of a particular subject? Ooh. A few examples to run with. Scott Steiner as a maths teacher. It says here, obviously. Although Matthew might disagree... Bret Hart as a history teacher because I'm pretty certain he'd find a way of attributing every significant <laughs> event in history to himself. Mm. Well, that's more <laughs> okay, Hogan. Yeah. Brett would say Brett would slag off everyone in history. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't he wouldn't turn it against himself. If he was involved in it, it would be the greatest thing ever. Yeah. It's not to involve him. You're thinking of the young books. Uh, or Big Boss Man as a food tech teacher. Hey. Uh. There would always be way too much pepper in the food. Oh. Good times. Long-time fan and patron. Thanks for everything you guys do to keep us entertained and informed. Dan. Thank Dan, you Dan. very much, Dan. Thanks, or as Pachiti calls you... Danny. D. D. Big D. No. Big D. Yeah. No. I was no. waiting for Big D. Thank you. No, I would have done that. <sighs> wow. That's a good question. From I've a got good one here. Emailer. I'll be honest, I included it more for the for the kids in the class, so they'll be excited when they get a shout-out. But we can answer Dan's question as well, though. You know. Of course we can. Um, the... Somebody who would be really bad at teaching something, Jeff Hardy and music. <laughs> <Because let's face laughs> it. Fantastic. How are we going to follow that? Because um, he's awful, isn't he? <laughs> Modest. To, the, to top. the top. Straight from the. <laughs> he's so good at wrestling, but when he does literally anything else. That could be any wrestler, though, really, isn't it? Super really good at wrestling. Just pretend they don't exist outside. No, because Bret Hart does the caricatures, doesn't he? He's, and he's the best in the world. So, though. That is that is so charming, you know. When I realised those were Bret Hart's drawings, I was like, amazing, that is. I, I got a whole new. I viewed him in a whole yeah. different way. I was like, what a cutie pie. Yeah. And it was him and all his mates that he drew as well. I was like, oh. Yeah. And every the, time he, he, he did a caricature of that that person. With tears in their eyes, they'd say it—the best caricature they've ever seen. <laughs> I love, look, I love Brett. No one knows, no one, everyone knows that. No one loves Brett more than me. But Brett's book is hysterical. He only gets away with it because he was so good, doesn't he? Because he's Brett Hart, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Um, when you think of a teacher, 
A bad teacher. A bad teacher, yeah. I've got uh, a kayfabe one. Go on. Shawn Michaels and computing because of the... Yeah. Very good. Yeah. What uh, other lessons are there? Flip Gordon and physics. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll stick with that. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Um, Rick, Rick Flair on finance. Yeah, we've done yeah. it, lads. We've done it. <laughs> Pachise was the best. Yeah, Pachise. You should have gone last. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and those were the messages from the mailbag this week. Thank you very much, everyone who sent theirs in. If you have any thoughts, questions, or just things you want to yell at us, to be honest with you, we'll take them all. Mailbag at cultaholic. Now it's time for Reese's Pieces, but according to my notes, it says throw to Jack. Here we go. What do we throw at Jack? We throw to the Reese's Pieces, but it said whoever gets the email has to do the... Because the answers are obvious to the person who's read Ah. it, so it wouldn't make sense. It's not a quiz. Well, it is a quiz, but it's it's also a bit of a Reese piece. So I've included it anyway. I like these. Um, so what we need to do is it's a game of basically like there's going to be a list of I'll read I'll read the email. Hello, you lovely gentlemen. Uh, oh no, wait, that's the wrong one. For God's sake! Hello, it's you asshole gentlemen. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. <laughs> I hate you all. Here's an email. Okay, there it is. There it is. There it is. Topecon, how's it going, guys? During lockdown, I've been keeping friends busy with various games we can play over Zoom or text. One of the more popular games involved seeing if non-fans could discern real wrestling names from fake ones. This will probably be an easy round for you knowledgeable chaps, but nonetheless, I thought maybe you'd like to give it a try. In each group of names, you need to find the one fake wrestling name, at least according to Cage Match. For Ross, or Jack, since you'll probably be running this game, I've placed an asterisk next to the fake wrestler. Good luck. And away we go. You, so you both understand. Yep. Yep. Choose the fake. Round one. There, there's going to be like six names in each group, but only one of them is fake. Okay. Round one. Mike Awesome. Greg Excellent. Craig Classic. <clears throat> Too Tough Tony. Barry Brave. Kerry Awful. Mike Modest. It's a uh, Barry Brave. Correct. Wow, I was going to say Greg Excellent. Who's Greg yeah. Excellent? Greg Excellent is uh, a comedy wrestler, but he was very good. He's a CCW dude, so biased. He also is infamous for getting CCW thrown out of arena because it was a lovely established wrestler, uh, re- arena, and they were all right with the wrestling. But he did a backstage promo with one of those novelty aprons that had a complete naked body on, and he did that <laughs> right next to the sign. <laughs> the proud wrestling whatever it was and they went okay that's where we draw the line barbed wire we're alright with but we draw the line at that massive knob <laughs> round two Mecca Mummy Mecca all in caps Manfred Von Karma Jacob Hammermeyer Dr. Cube Sir Oliver Grimsley Kwefka the Quiet Paris de Silva the second one Matthew's killing it. Wow. Whoa, we found a new that's talent that he's got. That's incredible, yeah. Yeah, that's really Those good. Those are mostly Chikara do. Oh, and Mecha Mummy. I I've mean, heard everyone of, knows I, that one, right? I think out of that, I'd only heard of oh. Jacob Hammermeyer and Dr. Q, I think. See, yeah. I didn't even heard of Dr. Q. I was, he's I was, a Chikara. Oh, the evil right. Dr. Q. Yeah. Right, okay. Oh. Round three is the easiest one so far, I'm afraid. Uh, Super Cop Dick Justice. <laughs> De- <laughs> Detective Slam Slade. Freddie Mercurio. Cheeseburger, Crazy Steve, Truth Martini, 
just incredible. So Detec- a lot of recognition, a lot of famous oh, Detective Slam Slave. Mm, correct. Yeah, I was going yeah. to have to guess him as well, but I wasn't you too of, sure. I Mac- every other one. Freddie Mercurio, yeah. who's that? Yeah. He does a Freddie Mercury gimmick, doesn't he? Is that, that's the guy. Oh, that- yeah. Oh, Emi Sakura. Okay, round number four. Yeah. I forgot about Dick Justice, thank you. Wait, is it Sam, a woman that Sam, does the Freddie Mercury gimmick? No, it's just Emi Sakura came out as... She also does a Freddie oh, Mercury okay, gimmick. Right. That was it. That was it. Hey, oh, was like, oh, like her. She does Freddie Mercury. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's in a GIF or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, round four. Um, Sam's a big fan of Supercop Dick Justice, I believe. Uh, round four. Smooth sailing Ashley Remington. Juan Francisco de Coronado. Moscow, the communist bovine. <laughs> Moscow. It should <laughs> be Moscow. Moscow, Moscow the communist oh, bovine. Aldermandis yes. Black. D.W. Cycloptopus III, uh, Senor Suave, Ricky Bandolero, and the very mysterious ice cream. It, it's the last the, uh, one, the, the ice the, cream. The, the, one you could the very mysterious say. ice cream is Cesaro. No! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. He left Chikara and then came back disguised as an ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Vintage Chikara was good, Yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, the, the third one you could really say, the, I can't even remember it. Uh, DW Cycloptopus yeah. the third. No, it's Senor Suave Ricky Bandolero. Apparently. Oh. Oh. Whoa. Is that a real person? <laughs> it sounds like it. It, it did. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Well. He's done really well there. Damn, I've I been wonder, I wonder who DW Cycloptopus is. It's probably like a... <laughs> DW Kai, Cycloptopus? Probably like a Kaiju Big Battle person like or Adult Swim. D- yeah, Google it. DW Cycloped, Cycloptopus the third. Nah, Google just told me to leave it alone. What? <laughs> Never mind, I believe you. Round five. The Mongolian Stomper, the Swedish Angel, the Beer City Bruiser, Armbreaker Cliff Steele, Thunderbolt Patterson, Punishment Martinez, Missile Assault Man. Swedish Angel? No. No, Swedish Angel. Armbre- Armbre- blah, 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 yeah, Armbreaker Cliff Steele. Yeah. yeah. Armbreaker Cliff Steele. Oh, is that what you said? All right. I'm Arm really bad at this. This is oh, good. Oh, they said Armbre. A lot of these <laughs> I'm recognising are Chikara. Right, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what he's done is he's probably given this to his friends who aren't wrestling fans, where it will be impossible. Yeah. yeah. Um, and finally, round six, uh, Mixed Martial Archie, Brain Damage, Vicious Vic Delicious, Pinky Sanchez, Playboy Pete Huge, Lady Beard, Happy Humphrey. Some of those are well, Happy Humphrey was a legendary wrestler. I think it's it Playboy? Massive. Playboy Pete uh, Huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Pete Huge is real. Oh my god! Oh. Awful at this. That was what I was going to say. What was the one after Pete Huge? It's not Pete Lady Huge. Beard. Lady Beard. I'm going to call it. <laughs> it's not Lady Beard. Lady Beard. All right. Yeah, go Lady on. Beard's real. It's up. Vicious Vic Delicious. Oh, I, Vic, that vicious, would have been like my last choice. Vicious yeah, Dick, I remember him from the seventies. <laughs> yeah, right. Vicious Vic Delicious. Uh, Mixed Martial Archie is, of course, the writer who got fired by Vince over the Hall of Fame for yeah. putting his name in the Hall of Fame speech of Bret Hart. I think. Yeah, it's like, how dare you mention me, Vince really McMahon, weird. in the Hall of Fame speeches. He's got a famous match on YouTube now with uh, Chuck Taylor, where they walk in front of a big painting. Oh, yes. And in front of the paintings of like a lake or a pond or something, he goes, I'm going to drown you! And he throws him into the... <laughs> and Chuck that, Taylor's he like... He was so good. I really Chicago. thought that was a window. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they, then they both pose next to it. And he goes, wait, 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 don't fight, don't fight. Take pictures of us. And they just both pose for a little bit. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was really good. Anyway, that was I hope a great you, game. 
It was a good game, that wasn't yeah, it? I really enjoyed that. Mm. I hope you enjoyed this bit of silly trivia. Thank you for all you do to keep your audience sane and entertained. All my best to you and yours. Sincerely, Glenn Dallas. From that state Vince probably owns a large chunk of. Connecticut? Or is it a joke about Dallas? Glenn Dallas, everybody. Fake name, that Glenn Dallas. I'll get that. Fairy Chikara. But it was a great quiz, Glenn. It was a great quiz. We enjoyed the quiz a lot. Yeah. yeah. Fairy Chikara storyline, really quickly, was uh, Lance Steele. We showed up in 2005. It wasn't that good and that entertaining. But then Lance Steele from the future, like three years later in the future, was his tag partner. So he's the exact same outfit and mask and stuff. Um, to distinguish between the two, the future Lance Steele had shades on and would be way cooler than the other one because he knew what was going to happen. <laughs> and the original Lance Steele got sick of this. He goes, hang on, you're staying all my, my women and stuff like that. And Lance Steele needs those. He goes, all right. And they settled things in a loser must go back to the original timeline match. <laughs> and uh, so uh, future Lance Steele lost and had to go back to his timeline. I, I like mine's uh, the one. What, what was his actual name? Archbold Peck. Mm. That was the name of Mixed Martial Archie's actual real character, wasn't it? There was a storyline. Mm. I'm just telling Adam this because you'll know it probably, Matthew. Where he had his heart broken and one of the bad guys stole his girlfriend. And he, he went away. He had to, he lost a loser leaves town match. He had to leave and everything. And then mysteriously, over the next few shows, a wrestler debuted under a mask called the Mysterious and Handsome Stranger. <laughs> and that was, that was him. Or was it? I don't know. Who would have known? Uh, no, no. Well, I've never heard that before, Jack. Yeah, but the mysterious, the mysterious and Handsome Stranger. Right, some driver. But yeah, good time. Vintage Jakara was great. And now it's dead. Yeah. Unlike our love for the Reese's Pieces, which is very much still alive, Please send them any way, form, shape. We don't really care at this point. To mailbag at cultaholic.com. It's Cultaholics. The question. Ah, what a lovely podcast mm. to listen to during school. Corner that one teacher. I've got one little bit left of it, and that is asking the big question this week, which is what is going to be the best match? at WrestleMania Backlash, which is this Sunday. And now we run over to the man with the scores, Jack Dawes. What is the card? Off camera, I specifically asked to be the person who reads out the card because I'd really enjoy it. Why do you but, like it so much? I don't know. don't know. Probably Can like you a, do it in a ring announcer voice? Like you're introducing yeah. the matches? Do you know what? I've always feared, right, that I have a really weak voice. Thin and reedy. I'd describe my voice as. No, I think you've got a nice voice. Thank you, man. Well, I heard and non-reedy. On the way to work today, on the radio, who sounded exactly like Stevie Aaron, like sweet Stevie Aaron, and I asked the Uber driver, where do you think this bloke's from? And he went, oh, probably South Shields. Is that where Stevie's from? Oh, no, Stevie's, like Middlesbrough. Stevie's, Stevie's from Teesside, yeah, yeah. Right, okay. But then it's hard for people... Do it in the sweet Stevie voice, actually. It's, That'd be okay. Because nice, you're good at that. Sam's the best at that impression, yeah. to be fair. It's hard for... Um, it's hard for people not from that area, though, isn't it, to tell really distinct local bits. Mm. Like, I could probably tell if someone was from South Tyneside, but not, I don't even know if any... I don't even know if Matthew could. Whereas you can tell people from your area, anyway. Um, no, I can tell if someone's from South Tyneside because they'll be asking for change. Right, there we go. There it is. I kid, I kid, I joke. Go on. Uh, in the Stevie Aaron voice? No, I'm not going to do that. What am I talking about? Go on. Uh, no, Once everyone's been in Bullet Club. <laughs> First of all, from San Juan, Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? What was it? Fort. A four. A <laughs> oh, great story. What was it? Four stone. Weighing in at three kilos. Three <laughs> <laughs> kilos. No, uh, we love Stevie. We love Stevie. Yeah, he's great. Oh yeah, sure yeah, we do. He's a great lad. 
He's my second favourite ring announcer. Jack, uh, can, Jack, can you do it each each match in a different announcer's voice, and then we've oh, got to guess great. which the announcer <laughs> that you're doing yeah, is. That's, I, a fan, that's the best idea Batista's ever had. I, don't do, know, do, I love I don't, quizzes. I don't even yeah. know six ring announcers. Right, okay, let's do that then. Go on. Okay. Weighing in tonight, Damien Priest versus The Miz. There we go. I think it's it was meant thing. to be The Fink, but it sounded, it was, yeah, it, it sounded more man. like uh, Lord Alfred Hayes. Oh, really? No, I don't think it. No, no, no. no okay. I, that, that, was was maybe, that was maybe a thing. Thank you. Was it acceptable? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Damien Priest, next one. how good do we think that match is going to be? Damien Priest versus The Miz? I was probably more so. invested in hearing your ring announcer voice than I am for the match. We've ruined the segment is what we've done. No. Mm. Okay, shall, improved it. shall I get through all these first and then we'll say what? Yeah, but in the process. Yeah. Um, God damn. Uh, I'm struggling already. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. The Chimmel? No, it was meant to be uh, Penza. Oh, oh, of course, <laughs> yes. Yeah. In yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the dirty dogs. Dolph. No, I can't, lads. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> no, that was great. On, that, that was going to be. That was going to be Chimmel. That was going to be Chimmel. Yeah, that was Chimmel. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, that was no, you didn't. <laughs> the dirty dogs. Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. God, I need to think of more. Um, do you Ricardo Rodriguez? You can roll your eyes, can't you? Hmm. I can't, I can't, I can't, I'm not fluent in Spanish though. Do you Gertner? No, no. Okay, I'll try and do Ricardo Rodriguez. Oh. <laughs> Excusamente, por favor. <laughs> no, that's what he does, doesn't he? It sounds like he's, because he's always kind of, it sounds like the microphone's slightly far away from him. So he's like, excusamente, you know. Why are you laughing so much at that? That was really funny. That was really good, wasn't it? <laughs> that sounds beautiful. Oh. Ripley no f- oh that was great the women's triple threat match anyway oh uh, Bianca Belair versus Bailey and Bobby who was that <laughs> Lillian Garcia that one I think that was me I did a ring announce <laughs> no no that, that was me because I ring announced one match once that was going to be my out for one of them because <laughs> okay. I did ring announce one and uh, and Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman Deborah. Oh, nice. Oh, that was no, good. No, that was way too eloquent for Deborah. Cheers, lads. That was the most. I'm so, I'm I wasn't that awesome, What were the matches Jack. again? No, yeah, no. I can't remember <laughs> the matches. Okay, right. I mean, it's what, Cesaro Reigns, isn't it? Do you think Cesaro Reigns is Yeah, me for Cesaro Reigns. I think it's going to be. I don't want to say the making of Cesaro, but it's 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 the most important match of his career. Um, and Roman will be very, very giving. I, I hope. The, the shenanigans Lance, stop, don't stop, outweigh stop, the Lance, in-ring action. Stop, Adam. Was my impression of Ricardo Rodriguez racist? Um, that's why I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, did, I did Spanish. That's my accent when I speak Spanish. Yeah, okay. that's fine. It's, why, why was it? I used correct Spanish. I said, excuse me, please, which was mm. the whole, excuse up. Yeah. It's, it's because, yeah. Jack, we were oh, expecting you to do the name. You know, all right, all right, all right. Do it, Ricardo. Excuse me, that's not someone's name, is it? Because all I could think of was how he how he sounds when he's introducing Del Rio. It's like he's Russian. He's like, wait, 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 wait. It's like that. So the reason that I asked for Ricardo Rodriguez, Rodriguez, sorry, was because I thought you were going to go. No, I'm not doing that. So I was overjoyed (laughs) when you started doing it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I hope it doesn't. I hope that doesn't become a moment. Um, it's fine. I, did, I, I accidentally I messed up on the Tuesday stream this week. Um, and there was a, a question about religious holidays and which was the shortest. Um, and I thought it was going to be which... I, I didn't know that at the time. I thought it was just going to be who um, who celebrates these holidays. And Hanukkah came up and I just went, Jews? Like, like that. Yeah. But, yeah, and I was Jewish, right. Jewish people. But then people started clicking yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, uh, and then that might... Yeah. What, you, just you saying Jews? Yeah. Well, just on its own as a clip, you know? Anything can be taken out of context, can't it? Exactly. Gotta be careful. Sorry, Roman and Cesaro. He thinks it's going to be the best match. I mean, do we all? Uh, Uh, No. Okay. Because that's, I think that is, in terms of match, obviously they've been still on SmackDown, the first chapter, a big book, going on forward. So that'd be the the first match Mm. of a series. So it'd be good, not great. I think Lashley versus McIntyre versus Strowman's going to be the match. Hype for it. Nothing like big lads slapping daft. And those I are mean, three big those are three good lads are doing that. Mm-hmm. Braun's been stuck doing Shane McMahon Gunge, uh The Fiend in the Swamp, and all these other stupid nonsense. Now it's like, alright, cool. I may look like just a dodgy truck driver now, but I'm still gonna be able to swing people over my head and slam them. It's yes. that time of year when we take Braun seriously again. But don't worry everyone, because Give it about eight months and it'll start to be nearly that time again. That's an optimistic <laughs> amount of time. Yeah, though, I, was say, well, <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking when it's rest- it's, always, it's always when WrestleMania comes around, they put him in a feud with Colin. Um, I'm going to go for... Now, not in terms of the story, because I don't think it's been as developed as, as Cesaro Reigns, which I think will be the best total package. But I'm going to go for just pure in-ring, probably Bailey Bianca. If Bianca can carry on her form from that, like astounding WrestleMania main event against Sasha and against someone like Bailey, who is of a similar level to Sasha, I'd say in terms of making people look good and getting good matches out of them. Then I think that if it's given time could be just a great match, but in terms of the complete story and everything, probably Roman and Cesaro. Yeah. It feels like it's going to be all downhill from here for Bianca because they've, they've done Sasha. Now they're doing Bailey. There's nobody quite on the SmackDown brand at that level, is there? Get Charlotte over to beat her. Oh, wait, what's yeah, this? Ross is just ringing me saying, Tamina. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Obviously. Hello, Ross. Hope you're doing well. That's one of my favourite things about being a wrestling fan is learning other people's... Like, OSW call them boys. Like, the their weird favourites for no reason. Like, mine's Lindsay. It's great. Ross has really kept that up as well. It's genuine now. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, thinking, all right, this is a joke, right? He's like, no. I'm like, oh, sorry. I think uh, there was a comment on the WrestleMania reactions video, and I think it's it's really true. Ross has done more for Tamina than WWE ever has. (laughs) Probably is true, yeah. 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 Oh, well. Oh, well. So we we think Roman Cesaro, all the triple threat, or Bianca and Bailey. It's actually a decent card, isn't it? Mm, Yeah, it is a decent card. A lot of like. Obviously, a lot, lot of rematches, rematchy stuff going on because of WrestleMania and that. Yeah. But the quality of the matches should be really good. Be a good night. Only six yeah. matches as well. Should be a quickie so mm. far. So it's mm. yeah, kick off and whatever, and a Friday night SmackDown to enjoy now. Yeah, true. By the time this comes out, but you know what? That's Sunday. Right now, today, we've come to the sad conclusion of the podcast. Jack, what have you got to keep the people going until next week? Uh, so I'll be doing a What Happened That video after Backlash, uh, a WrestleMania Backlash, apologies. And the next week I'll be doing, obviously, Twitch streams with Owen at 6pm every Wednesday. 
Uh, what about you, Matthew? Uh, I will not be doing my Twitch stream to, uh, this week because my mate's uh, birthday on Saturday. So I'm going to have a, I'm a barbecue. Hopefully, if the weather stays like this, it'll be fantastic. If it's not, it'll be awful. I'm going to have a barbecue on Saturday. Yeah, it's it is going to be uh, sit down. No, no, no. Well, we've got a. Look, we'll improvise. I don't care. Look, Lads, it's the, weather's first been, thing. the weather's been so all over the place recently that you'd never know, even I'll, whatever the weather says. Take I'll your chances, Matthew. Take yeah. your chances. I'll have fun. It's fine. Yeah. First, first meeting up occasion that I've had in a long time. So sorry mm. for people enjoying the streams, but yeah, mm. hopefully you'll understand what one Saturday off, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, that'll be right. reasonable. And look, <laughs> if it's rain, if it's raining, make sure you send a message to the mail back just saying, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Uh, but I'll be doing that. I'll hobby be growing me beard back in because I shaved a bit of it, needed to trim it, and I trimmed way, way more than intended. Uh, Don't worry, back to normal sooner. Eh? Why am I saying that like I understand? Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, oh, bless you. And Pachidi, who looks uh, good with a uh, beard, shaved, mustache, yeah, I had a whatever. Shave and Golders face, off. you look great no matter what, pal. Well done. Oh, you're a sweetheart, aren't you? Um, uh, what am I doing? I'm doing the live stream for WrestleMania Backlash on Sunday night, um, and there, well, I'm, I, this will be this is my last full week because um, next week I'm going back home. Uh, oh, Friday I've got off, and then I'm off for a, a week and a day um, to. So I, I won't be doing the um, Double or Nothing live reactions. Oh no, I will. I get back on the Sunday. What am I talking well, about? Need, I will, but that's two weeks away. If you need. Hmm. Uh, someone to do that instead I, I will do if you need I appreciate it I, I've got my train booked so I should me, be back on time but I'll cool. let you know I'll let me you know. know yeah I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm off for a bit yes um, land you know, of was, the free you know what? I was together we've been living <laughs> I was genuinely in harmony because Owen told me uh, no shut up I'm going to say something nice so <laughs> shut up <laughs> Owen told me I'm really handsome and that's awesome <laughs> no Owen didn't tell me I'm really handsome Owen said that Adam's going to be off soon I, d- I didn't know I hadn't checked the holiday calendar for a while because mm-hmm. I'm just such a grafter so basically he's <laughs> he said um, yeah Adam's going home and I was really pleased for you when he said that I was like oh because oh, because you know I've been lucky enough to live close enough to where I work, that it didn't feel impossible. You know what I mean? I can't imagine what it must have been like. So I'm really pleased for you. That you oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm really, I'm, I'm buzzing about it. I, oh, I, I made a right tear to myself. I, I upset my mum by because I, I, I messaged her saying, "Oh, I'm going to be able to come home," and she went, "Oh, amazing! When are you coming?" And I joked and I went, "Oh, I'm coming tomorrow, six a.m. I'll only be there for four hours though." And she went, "Oh, I'm so excited! I'll make up the room for you." <laughs> I was like, no, I'm joking, Aww. but I will be home in a week. But she was really upset about it. But they're still looking, they don't hate me. They're still looking forward to seeing me. That's I get good. to see my nan and granddad and all that. Good stuff. They're all vaccinated and yeah, it's going to be, oh yeah, buzzing. Quality. Ah, what a lovely way to end the show. Reminder that Aussie viewers, patreon.com forward slash coldaholic. You can place those three amazing votes that we've already forgotten about. Lads, and lads, the group oh, chat's well. popping off. It's Sparky and them, the boys, right? Sparky's wants to go out after work. He's like, oh, yeah, where's well, good to just walk in? And Gilly's just gone, probably the Hancock. They'll have the football. We are never going to get a seat anywhere. We haven't pre-booked. Lads, I'll be sat in the park tonight. Anyway, cheers. What's the football game? Is it Newcastle? Yeah, yeah, City, I think they've got. Nice. Good luck to them. No. Yeah, they'll, they'll okay, need it. No. Uh, yes, uh, as I was saying, mailbag at colic.com if you have any thoughts or stuff like that. But right now, we've been lovely, almost as lovely as you lot. Please end the show by putting your hands up to your webcam or your screen or your phone in public. Make sure you do that. And on the count of three, say the famous line. One, two, three. Join Join us. us. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 